You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another edition of Cooperative Multiplayer. We are two people less, but it's at least at least the regular people. We don't have like way less people than we normally do. Uh, I'm your host Sean Garmer, and with me, my awesome co-host Daniel Anderson. Hello. And Robert Cooper. Fucking football. Yes, I guess now you can talk about. Effing football. God. Like, if it's not like regular football trying to like shove a pine cone up my ass, it's fantasy football. I mean, fantasy football this year has been awful. Like, seriously, all the big players have sucked. Most of the little or they players, get injured. Well, yeah, well, typically that means I just put that in the suck category. Like, usually they either suck or get injured, or like even the little players that end up doing well don't really last very long. Like the only people that have been lighting it up have really been like DeMarco Murray. Like seriously, yep. that, that guy's been amazing. But otherwise, been like yeah, there's no real consistency anywhere. I'm Peyton so Manning. glad he's doing amazing for my actual team, the Cowboys. <laughs> I love my nickname for the Cowboys. Uh, so so good, Romo's homos. Ah ah. <laughs> Don't you hey, at least it? you got Peyton Manning being extremely consistent too. Oh, I've not really faced anybody with Manning, but yeah, that's not a surprise. He's always lighting it up. He's lighting that thing up like Chichi Chong Bong. That means he's always consistent with it. Chichi Chong and always high. Well, he did get the record uh, tonight. I was a huge Brett Favre fan. I I like uh, Mr. Manning, so it's all right. At least it's not somebody I can't stand, like Brady or somebody breaking it. Yeah. All right. Well, in a week that... There's a lot of movie and TV news... There is game news. It's probably about roughly the same as last week. A lot of numbers and whatnot. So Ooh, I like numbers and Deuteronomy. They're pretty good chapters, you know. <sighs> of all the damn jokes you could make, what about the friggin' Bible? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, hey, I had to bring that. I had to bring that one out. It wasn't as bad as when I was a kid, and I used to call lamentations hamentations because I thought that was cute. <sighs> When you're a kid, everything's cute until a certain point. Oh, yeah. Like, I used to uh, hide behind the door in my Sunday school room to try to scare the shit out of my teacher. Once I managed to do it, like, my dad, well, it was funny because my dad was just talking there, just talking to her, and she's just looking at me, kind of grinning. And then when she, like, turns out, I pop through, like, yeah. And she, she fucking freaks out. Went crazy. It was great. Uh, that was back when I could hide places. Right. Alan far too large to hide places. <laughs> and if I do hide places, it's 
terrifying and creepy and they're like what are you doing here sir i will mace you see and then when you have kids you can't ever hide places because they will find you yeah well see then it just makes it kind of fun they're like oh daddy haha you can't hide ha 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 yeah it was once when i went to another church it was the like second day i was second weekend i was there so they uh hid me they put me in a uh, cabinet and they're, they just locked me in. They're like, oh, oh, this guy's stuck. Oh, he, he's stuck. Somebody's in there. And then when they're like, oh, my God, get him out. And that was just, I came out like, ah, and then I ran out of there. Everybody's just looking at each other like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> That's great. That church was plenty of fun. A lot better than the other one that decided to give political sermons. Uh, All right. So what have you guys been playing this week? Well, what have I been playing this week? I wonder. I've been playing the same game I've been playing for the past like 18,000 weeks. Uh, Final Fantasy <sighs> Okay, so what's your tangent this week? Okay, well, this week's tangent, uh, I finally got to the thing to where you can go and do quote-unquote quests, unquote, but really, what they're asking me to fucking do is to go do that stupid ass shit that you do at the beginning of a, an MMO, where you're like, "Oh, go kill that, and I'll give you this." <laughs> why did you? Why did you give me the stupid MMO quest? Not to mention, I mean, those are like the quests you get in Skyrim when they've run out of quests to give you, so they just like collect these and kill this. Yeah, God, that was stupid. Not to mention some of the shit that are on that plane. I spent 45 minutes trying to kill the same monster, and it kept just wiping my ass out. That sucked. Oh, it sucked so hard. Because it was like three of those dog wolf things, and then one of those big ass, like, like beast kings that, like, when you get it to half, like, a quarter health, it turns into some gigantic Oh, sock. God, those things are annoying. Those things suck because you get it down, and then it can totally wipe you out in one yeah. hit. Yeah. I just and, totally avoided those things most of the time. Well, I'm hoping to eventually grind up to a level to where I can just wipe floor with it because I'm using a team of snow as my main guy because he's a really good sentinel and right. a pretty pretty decent commando he's like he's really good sentinel and then I have hope and hope because as much as I've he's gotten better he, he's much less of a pain in the ass I actually don't mind him and he's kind of proactive in things and he's okay now you know me and him are fine but it's kind of like you ever meet somebody <laughs> that pissed you off for a long time and when you finally, they calm down a little, you get to him, like, all right, you know, he's a cool guy. He still pissed me off for a while. We're never going to be best friends. But he was <laughs> I'm sorry. The fact that you, like, took it like you have this personal relationship with Hope. <laughs> I have been fucking <laughs> through this game for nearly 40 hours with these dumbass people. I practically feel like I know them. Because I've got to see into their past and how their children don't look like the same race station they are. The kid did not look black. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, God. He didn't. Like, I'm not saying, like, they need to be, like, really awful stereotypes, but, like, that kid was like, oh, it looks like he was kind of Asian. They darkened his skin and gave him an afro. Bam. Solves all your problems. But, like, all the... Like, the characters are getting a little better. Snow's not as much of an I'm a hero guy, which a lot of people complained about that, but I guess because I watch Japanese heroes, you know, like children shows, where they talk about, I'm going to save the world, I'm going to be a hero, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really That's phase. half the show. Yeah, it doesn't really phase me because I enjoy those sorts of things. I don't know. 
maybe it's some male power fantasy. I don't fucking know. But, uh, don't we all have those? Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm sure. I'm sure we all do. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Somebody messaged me on Facebook. I'm popular. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really not one person. Did. Yeah, confetti, streamers, metal, everything. But yeah, uh, like the characters, they're getting better ish. Like they're okay. They're okay now. They're not really pissing me off. Though I am just kind of annoyed now. I'm like, okay, so now I have to go kill random things. I guess it makes it a little less linear to a point. But I'm still really not doing all that much different than what I was doing before. I'm still going. So you don't hate it? No, I mean, you don't hate the uh, open world part because Randall swore that you were going to quit when you got to the open world part. So I'm pretty fucking hard headed. I'm not. I mean, I don't hate the open world thing. I'm just kind of annoyed. It's become old tedious in a way because really what I am doing is almost like grinding for stuff. Because I didn't realize they wanted so many points for me to get to that next level of the Crystarium. Damn. Seriously, that's a lot of fucking points. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, it really, really is. Jesus. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it. Like, I've never really exactly hated the game because the combat, I don't mind the combat, really. Like, when you get used to it, it's kind of decent. And it's just like the characters aren't that great. And the story, kind of like the movie I saw this weekend, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, was not very good. I was sitting there. My brain was like... See, I've heard different reports on that. Some people like that movie. Some people like it a lot. Some people just hate it. I like the turtles. The turtles were, like, fun and cool. They were exactly how you kind of remember them. You know, they were were entertaining. The story, I was just like, oh, look at this. It's a wet piece of paper. Let me just put through those potholes. Yeah, there there were some some potholes. But, you know, it's kind of like... I don't necessarily hate... This game, this isn't an awful game, per se, because an awful game is like, I don't know, Glover. Fucking <sighs> game. I mean, you know, you know, like, you know a bad game, like when everything's just broken. Right, it's it's not a terrible game or nothing, it's just... It's a terrible game when you consider the franchise and the reputation of the franchise and expectations and the amount of time it takes you to invest... To actually get to anything important, which right. is like twenty something hours, because really you don't you're you're not doing that much. And like the battle with Sid Sid Rain, spoiler kids, you fight him. The really he was more interesting in his motivations than them, which their motivations were. Oh, I don't know really what I'm doing. Okay, <laughs> we'll just keep on fucking floundering along. Because I realized as I was playing this that if the characters don't know their motivations or what they're doing, the player is very much the same because this isn't like something where they're telling you like any sort of backstory or there's any like, uh, you know, dramatic irony, you know, any, any of that. I think that's what the term was where the reader knows something that the characters don't and it's going to build up to something. No, we don't know anything and they don't know anything. So really I'm just kind of wandering around hoping to run into something to make this game interesting. Though the fight with Reigns, I did like that the fact that uh, he was trying to stop them, so he could stop the plot of the main bad guys. That was that was interesting. I mean, that battle, actually, funny thing. First time that I fought that battle, I lost. The second time, I'm like, oh, okay. So here's all I have to do. Beat it in two and a half minutes. <laughs> this was a uh, disappointing boss battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, 
I mean, there's some of the some of that was interesting. It's probably not gonna probably something I'm not gonna remember once I'm finished playing. Really, like this game's very forgettable so far, and the story. Like I said, I've never played. I don't think I've ever played 40 hours of a game and not have it already finished. That's not an Elder Scrolls game. I'm trying to think. Every run through of Night of the Old Republic, that was done for 30 hours. You know, like all these games I've played, and I feel like you know something's happened, and that you know, good or bad, I at least am a little different as a person in terms of how I look at video games. This one, I'm just like whatever. Like I'm going to finish the game. But I'm not like, oh, this is a great game. No, it's just it's there. I guess it's something that you should experience. And by experience, I mean play like the first six six hours or so, just so you can get the stereum, and then just kind of decide where you want to go from that. Because like chapter nine, that sucked. Like that was bad. That was. You know, or the- I would chapter- just say, don't experience it. You'll be fine. Or, okay, maybe experience, like, the middle of the game or something. I don't know. Once you every- can't. You can't just experience the middle of the game. I, you I, have to get to the first part of the game to get to the middle part of the game. Was Chapter 10 the one with the fifth arc? Is that what I'm thinking? Uh, that man, one. it's been so long. I don't remember jack and shit about that game, really. <laughs> that level was absolutely just, oh. Because that's the one where you're like kind of like just venturing around and you always you just run into random enemies that were spawned because it was like some warship that uh, I think it was Pulse of the Sea. I don't fucking remember that they were they made. And but the problem yeah. is the level goes on forever because you keep running into places that look like the place you've already been. That's lazy design, guys. Like here's yeah. like if I were to do this game over, I would cut out a solid third of it. Just cut out a lot of the wandering that they use as character development between like Vanille and Zuz and Hope and Lightning. You could do that. It's like they took 12 and said, wow, there's a lot of exploring in this game. We just make it more linear, but then just make it longer for no reason. It almost we don't have all the exploring. It feels like a character study. It sort of is. Especially with all the reading. It feels like a character study because the focus has really been on the six characters and their interactions and them growing as people, or at least you are coming to understand them as people. Uh, But it doesn't really lead for a very memorable game if your characters aren't exactly best. Like, sure, like I've come to not mind some of them, and I even like some of them to a degree. It's not like HK-47, who's awesome. And kills meat bags. I mean, yeah, it's like I haven't really found many of the characters to where I can like, you know, that was a really cool and memorable character who did this and that and was really interesting. I'm like, okay, these are I guess are just guys. I don't know, but I yeah, I played a good solid 15 hours of 13. Like I've played there's multiple nights. I'd started at like eight o'clock or so. And would just get. I just played and had something on on the TV, the other TV beside me. Just you know, if I'd raw, I'd raw on in the kind of like the side TV, so I'd glance over every once in a while. Or, like last night, I watched anime all night with it. But I don't know. I'm just real ready for this to really be done. I want, like, I want, I want to see it through. Like I'm not. I don't want to just give up at the end because I, I'm not necessarily interested in where these characters go. I mean, I know they got to get to orphan, and I'm sure they kill orphan. Even if they don't need to 
Awards and the Mets of Fata. I'm fucking now. But yeah, I know that I know they're eventually going to get there, and I don't know. At least the one thing I'll give them is that the whole Eidolon system with uh, with you actually controlling the summon and get to play as the summon a little bit. That's that's new, right? That's neat. I've done that in any of the other ones. Where you play as the summon? Yeah. Sorry, my dog. I thought you were dog like, said everything. I thought you were driving. Uh, no, uh, that that dog is stupid. He barks at everything that moves. Um, but at least it's yours. No, too. in ten you play as the summon. Okay, you, see, I'm you not- actually. Uh, that was the first one where you played as the. Like he takes control of the character. You take the. The character's still there, but you're controlling the summon. Okay, see. Whereas well, in 13, like, you kind of you're become riding. the summon, or, well, with Lightning, she kind of rides Odin, or whatever the hell that is, you know, just... I think they actually all of them, I haven't used many of the summons. I don't use the summons very often, because I don't feel like I really need to a lot of times. There's some game, like, 10, you're going to use the summons a lot. I'm sure 7 uh, you- Seven, I don't remember using the summons hardly ever. Eight, you're going to want to use the summons a lot. Nine, I don't remember using the summons at all. You know, it's just, they're all different. Yeah, yeah. Since, see, there there goes, like, one of the points for originality I was going to give it. So, yeah, like, this game, I'll I'll have more to say next week, I'm sure. Because I always do. But, yeah, like, this game's kind of, it's coming along. I really want to finish it so I can be done with it and move on to something else. Though I ha- did play a, a solid few hours of uh, Final Fantasy, the first one. That went that went pretty well. You know, I got lost. I get lost a lot in that game. I get lost so much. And I keep running into a lot of, like, ra- random battles. Like, I run into random battles, like, every fucking, like, five feet. A little annoying to a degree, especially when I come to find out. I think I might have over-leveled just a little bit. <laughs> Because, you know, you played the first Final Fantasy, right? It's been a long time, but yeah. You, you know when you give the nitro powder to the, the guy, the gnome guy, and he blows the uh, that part, that one, uh, like, inlet up or something? I, you, it's I like, would have to yeah. take a word for it, yeah. yeah. I'm at, like, level 20. <laughs> or, like, level 22. I defeated the boss that was supposed to be there in about five hits. I was hitting, I was landing like a hundred, like somewhere between like 80 and a hundred damage on most of my hits. And I just wiped the floor with him. And I'm like, oh, that's supposed to be hard. I didn't do well, it. I just get I, lost. I mean, it's not the worst thing. No, no, it's not. I guess it does take away a little challenge, but yeah, I, I don't think I should get too leveled before I hit the, uh, I don't want to get too over leveled before I get my class change. Cause I've heard that it's actually bad for some of the classes. Yeah, because then you you don't have the uh, you don't get the stack moves or whatever, which sucks. Because yeah, but I mean, I'm just I just kind of wander around and I get lost a lot, so that's why I get in a lot of battles. But I mean, Final Fantasy one's going well. That's the one I my my package of other Final Fantasy games is still not showed up. I'm a little annoyed, a little worried. I'll, I'll be fine. It's China though; it could take a while. Oh yeah. I'm just hoping that it's actually what it said it was on the description, really. <laughs> yeah, I was planning on 
playing one. I'm sure I'll play two eventually. So I did read some reviews. Like some of the people, are like, oh yeah, two was so so good. Oh, like you know, if you actually play it like it's supposed to, it's it's great. Um, most of the other people, are like, no, it's not. So it's really not that good. Kind of like reading the Steam reviews for Final Fantasy Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, I just randomly uh, wanted to do that. Like, actually, uh, actually, no, I take that back. Speaking of Steam, you know Steam had a free uh, game weekend? Yes, they did. Yeah. So I played uh, about an hour of Don't Starve. It was, it was solid. I, I must say, like, I really wanted to buy that game, but now after playing it, I'm like, I don't think this is a game I'll necessarily spend a whole lot of time on. That was one of the. I almost downloaded a trying to start playing it, and I, I had to go do something else, and I forgot. Yeah, and then I played uh, XCOM, and I'm like, oh, that game made me want to buy XCOM even more. <laughs> I uh, bought it on the Steam sale, and it is really good. Oh, yeah. XCOM's awesome. I have it. I got it for free on PlayStation Plus. It's great. Yeah, I really want to buy it. Like, actually, I'm thinking of buying because. Uh, they have like you know the good thing about this uh, these systems starting to get old and die is that games get really cheap. Like apparently, fucking Final Lightning Returns is now twenty dollars. Not that well, I, it should be. It's yeah that about that quality of a game. Yeah, and like the Ninja Gaiden Z is twenty bucks now. Like a lot of these games are hitting rock bottom in terms of pricing. And then you've got stuff like uh, the Two K Collection. Like it has XCOM and Borderlands, and Bioshock together. I could probably get it for like eight bucks. That's not bad. No, it's I mean, not. Yeah, when I start bundling stuff, that's really neat. But playing XCOM, I was like, this is really fun, though I wasn't very good at it. And I managed to have two people die on me in my first mission. Ow. Oops. No, second mission. I'm sorry. Was actually, my most experienced guy, you know, the, the first guy that survives the uh, you know, first attack, I managed to get him uh, injured so he would miss like 30 days of combat. <laughs> So I was sitting out there with a bunch of rookies, and I accidentally wasted my med kit on one of my guys who was really, really injured. And then one of my other characters was like, yeah, I'm just going to die here because you don't have a med kit, you stupid, stupid jackass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the game was really cool, and I can see like I can see myself getting lost in it like a good book. Oh, you can do that. Like It, yeah. it seems really cool. I actually had to stop myself. I'm like, oh, i got to go move along. They actually have it for mobile, and it's actually really good on mobile, too. Ow. I hear a lot of people play it on their phones, like on the bus or whatnot. Oh, yeah, I can see that going well. See, when I, when I am, like, walking to class, because I walk and do things, cause, yeah, I'm going to get hit by a car. Plus, most people do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, most people, their Beats headphones. Seriously. Not that I would, well, I mean, yeah, but it's different to be on your Beats headphones than to be sitting there texting and be walking in the middle of the street like an idiot. Oh, yeah, I, I read books while I'm walking. Uh, I play that's Final about Fan- as bad as texting. I play Final Fantasy while walking. I mean, I'm paying attention. Like, I'm looking at the ground while I'm playing to make sure I don't, like, see anybody's feet coming up and, like, run into them. See, if I was Randall, I'd be saying... I'll be glad when you're done with that game and she can stop talking about it. <laughs> but I'm not. So. <laughs> uh, oh, are you tired of hearing about Final Fantasy games? No, I'm not. I have no problem with Final Fantasy games. Neither does Randall, by the way, but I'm sure he's 
probably just you do realize we almost spent the first thirty minutes of you talking about Final Fantasy thirteen, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I just got a I got a lot to say about it. Like I, Well, so, I'm glad you do. <laughs> I've spent like forty hours over the past like three weeks. That is a lot of time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like that's a lot of time. Like I've hell, I finished all of Bleach in two months. That's nearly like half the time right there. And I've spent almost the same amount of time doing that. Like what the hell? All right, Daniel. Uh, now uh, we're play- I played a little bit of Destiny here or there, finally hit level twenty. And now I am once I finish the last story last bit of the storyline, I'm then in the end game where I'm just running around doing nothing, it feels like, and also played a little bit of XCOM, and also I played a little bit of Torchlight 2 again, just because I was in the mood for a dungeon crawler, and it's much better than Diablo 3. Yeah. At least the original version. Yeah, I thought about, uh, actually I saw Legend of Grimrock 2. I was like, oh, I should buy that for my mom. Then I remembered she didn't play much of the original Legend of Grimrock because at the time I could never figure out how to turn off that fucking 3D thing they were trying for. <laughs> like, that happened with Van Helsing. That's how I figured it out because I'm like, I am not dealing with this shit. I don't know why that comes, like, pre-packaged for them to try to... Is it to try to sell you on 3D gaming or something? Yeah, it's dumb. It's horrible. And it was, re- it was really hard for me to figure out how to get it off because I'm computer dumb. Yeah, it was, it was bad. But I was like, oh, that's out. There's some cool shit out, you know. New Might and Magic games out. Cool. I you played a, other than Clash of Heroes, I've never played another Might and Magic game. So. Really? My mom has beaten all of them. That's pretty awesome. That's, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of Might and Magic games. <laughs> yeah, she's been playing them since like I was, since I was a young warthog. <laughs> since I was a young... That's why I do that, so I can do that. I uh, stuck in everybody's head. And and then you can see, hear like, have you ever heard the foreign versions of it where like some of the actors can't hit that note? Yeah. So good. It's my favorite thing. Like the Spanish one. Uh,. I rented both the games that came out this week, or both the big games that came out this week. Uh, one of them made me realize why I don't like that genre, and the other one is pretty much what you would expect. Uh, I played Evil Within. I am not a very big survivor horror person. Survivor horror? So, this survival horror person. <laughs> uh, it does try to mimic a lot of what the old survival horror games do like a lot of Resident Evil type stuff. I got through like the first couple. Of, it took me forever just to get through the first level because it, it you basically learn by dying and by dying a lot. So Dark Souls. Yeah. Well, not because things kill you, but because you have to figure out yourself where the hell you're going. So that it's like that you're trying. Do what? That game would kill me because I just told you how how I get lost in Final Fantasy. 
Well, it's not that you're going to get lost because the it's just corridors and do- you, you, your first level is inside this asylum, oh. and you're basically trying to sneak around this big old chainsaw guy. Oh yeah, like I saw in the uh, yeah, I've seen like early gameplay, like the first level demo or something, and it looks interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, you know, it, it's. At least the first level, it's not about trying to kill the guy. It's trying to, like, get around him. So you, like, have to watch him go into these certain areas. And you're sitting there going, well, hell, I can't see him from here. So you just go in, and then he's like, the only way you can tell that you're about to die is the guy goes, oh, shit. And then you hear a chainsaw behind you, and the guy slashes you, and you're dead. I'm like, oh, fuck. So... (laughs) I think I died about like 20 or 30 times before I finally figured out how to get by him and through the door. And then I got, I had to go through that with the second level and I was like, you know what? I'm just done with this. I'm not paying like four or six dollars to keep it for a couple more days just to get frustrated. So I just took it back and only spent the two dollars on it. Uh, I did keep Borderlands pre-sequel for a couple days. Uh, I pick the rogue character, well, the rogue type character, Athena, and I gotta say the story with uh, getting to know about Handsome Jack is hilarious. He's really funny. He's like the major part of why you keep playing that game, because most of Borderlands pre-sequel is pretty much what you expect from Borderlands. If you are bored of Borderlands, this probably isn't going to make you... I don't know that it's worth $60. If you're huge into Borderlands, it's worth the $60. Plus, there's DLC that's coming and whatnot. Even though if you have a next-gen system, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, next year they make a Borderlands collection. So I wouldn't be worried about not being able to play Borderlands on your next-gen console pretty soon. Well, it's got a short campaign. Uh, I was reading... uh, I was just reading the wiki of it, and it said the reception, like... One guy from like Hardcore Gamer, which gave it a two and a half out of five, because he said the bu- there was bugs, a bad loot system, the script wasn't good, the campaign was short, and the world design was repetitive. And the oh, the world design is annoying. It took me a while just to figure out how to get to the because the problem with that game that's always been a problem with those games is the waypoint that's supposed to tell you where to go doesn't really tell you where to go. It gives you a general area. And then you have to figure it out. So, <laughs> I'm used to playing, you know, other games where, like, the waypoint tells you exactly where you're supposed to be going. And I'm like, okay. You know, it took me a while to figure out how to get through this other part where I wasn't falling into this fiery area where I was getting basically just, like, burned to death. Or attacked by these dinosaur-looking things. I'm just like, okay. Finally. And then I was like, yeah, I don't want to keep paying money for this. I'm just going to take it back because it's Borderlands, you know. Do they have the same problem that, like, well, 13 has had with repainted enemies? I've never played much of the Borderlands games. <sighs> they do. It, um, not with the pre-sequel, per se, because I didn't get far enough in it. But the other games, eventually you do get to that point where, you know, the, the it's basically just... The same kind of character, same kind of villain, but just redone. You know, maybe a different power or something, but it's the same thing. You know, most games have that problem. It's not just 
Final Fantasy 13. Oh, most, most RPGs in general will do that. It's just how it is. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. think of like all the ones I've played. Well, yeah, Skyrim. Well, Skyrim actually wasn't that bad about it. Neither was Oblivion, really. Or Kodor. Yeah. yeah, Kodor, well, eventually you're going to run into the same fucking Jedi. But, I mean, they all have the same outfit. So, well... <laughs> yeah. I adore that game. I need to go play that game Anyways, yeah, that uh, the pre-sequel, just looking at it, was it kind of like almost like a DLC plus sort of thing? On, like it was the length of it. Just reading about how that's, the length That's what it seems like a lot of people were complaining about, that it was, they made too many changes for it to be just a big old DLC they could have put in Borderlands 2, but they also could have probably made the price a little bit less expensive. You know, maybe forty dollars or or even thirty. Yeah, because yeah, it seems like you're just looking at these things. It seems like maybe it's like the size of you know, like a DLC and a half. Yeah, like I would yeah. agree. Like not a full game, because I know the Borderlands games are really like they're not lengthy, but they're really depth. They have a lot of depth to them, so you could be playing it for a long time. It seems like this one maybe is just kind of like. Eh. Yeah, I would say that. There we go. Yeah, you would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm good. glad that we talked about games for the first 30 minutes because we're about to talk about a lot of not game stuff for a while, probably. On the game. Uh, Warner Brothers announced their entire lineup of films, finally, for their, basically, <laughs> for all their DC stuff. Took them long enough, but they did it. Uh, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice comes out in 2016. Suicide Squad comes out in 2016. Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is going to come out in 2017. I said it was Gadot. Gadot? Sorry. I, I mean, I have no clue. I've never heard Godot of Gadot probably sounds right. Justice League Part 1 with Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, and Amy Adams 2017. The Flash... With Ezra Miller as The Flash in 2018. They also announced the Flash TV show and Flash movie will be separate universes. That's so, not sorry That's for a big mistake. That's a See, horrible. some people don't like that. Some people like that and some people don't like it. They don't like the fact that they didn't want them to be together because then it restricts the, the TV show. Yeah, but, but if there were no restrictions on the TV show... I would understand that, but look at what happened with Smallville. They were not allowed to use Batman. They were not allowed to even mention Gotham. All this stuff because of the Batman movies. The Bat embargo. So, I mean, if you're going to have restrictions anyway, throw it in the same universe, and then you don't have to worry about world building as much. You can develop some of it through the show. I just I think it's a bad idea from like a, when you look at it as if you're you're doing the flash like let's say it gets as big as Arrow is to where you've got like a big audience for it you've got a lot of people who are not necessarily fans of comics watching it and it gets you know there is a lot of world building and stuff like that if you do a movie that's got nothing to do with that TV series you might turn off quite a few people yeah but yeah. it's still in the Flash universe if you've watched. 
or, or know anything about the Flash, all you have to do is read up a little bit about him, and you'll know some of the whatever they're going to be talking about, or the or the villain, or the characters, or the yeah. Whatever. But the point is, the people that come off the street that have just watched the TV show think, okay, well, I'm going to go watch a Flash movie, new actor, new mythology for the movie. Well, why do we need the new mythology? It's the same backstory, right? Well, they could. Maybe Will they it be? Could, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's almost kind of uh, silly to at least not use it or, I mean, at least, I mean, what year was The Flash coming out in again? 2018? Yeah, I so mean, four years. Yeah, four years. That's, I mean, hell, that's a long time for the TV show to be around. I'm not saying that it won't be. I'm sure it's doing. I mean, the TV show's done, like, in the first two weeks, done some of the best writing CW's ever had. So yeah, CW shitty. But. Well, but still, I, I know. I'm well, just... you say that, but Arrow, Flash, and Supernatural. Yeah, and uh, those vampire shows don't do too bad on the CW either. I'm just talking about quality shows. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. Not, yeah. And they don't have Saturday morning cartoons anymore. My, my sister watches those shows, so I can't. Uh, see, I never got into the whole supernatural thing. Though I know, like all the girls on the internet are like fucking sneezing their jeans over it. But that's cool. Yeah. Like, now that the doctor's an old man, you got to do something. So we got Aquaman also in 2018 with Jason Momoa, Shazam that has the Rock playing the villain. Justice League Part 2 in 2019, along with Shazam, Cyborg starring Ray Fisher in 2020, and then Green Lantern, Lantern in 2020. The Green Lantern. Yeah, I can't think right now. Uh, um, I will... So which one of those movies are y'all most excited about, and why did yeah. it take them this long to announce this freaking because they didn't Tyler. know what they were doing at first. Yeah, because the thing I see this is, like, if the new Batman Superman movie doesn't do much, or, like, in terms of critical acclaim, like, it'll do fucking great box office. This almost seems like them being like, ah, oh, shit, well, uh, well, this is how Marvel did it. Uh, well, fuck, well, we gotta do it like this now, because if we don't do it like this, people are gonna say we're not as good as Marvel, so we gotta do this shit. I, I feel like they're do, counting all the chickens before they hatch. Seriously. Yeah, because Green Lantern, the movie with Ryan Reynolds, was supposed to be the start of their universe. Uh-huh. And because it didn't do well, now they're just ignoring it, saying it never happened. Yeah, weren't they supposed to start it with... Uh... But then also when they made Superman Returns, they were going to do Justice League. Then when Batman... Dark Knight, they were going to do Justice League. Then it, like, they waited till the third movie. Oh no, now something else happened. Oh, we can't get Wonder Woman off the ground. Like, it's, it was just. Yeah, I find it funny they can't get Wonder Woman off the ground after having Josh, Josh Whedon actually write a script for it. Maybe, yeah, really. maybe the reason they can't get her off the ground is because they don't have the invisible jet. I knew where you were going right yeah, when you said maybe exactly. they can't get her off the ground. <laughs> I knew. You, you, you both are just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, 
I have no faith in DC universe building at this point because they have just not shown they can do it. Like TV wise, they're doing great, but the, I don't, I don't have any faith in them until they prove that I, they deserve to have for me to have faith in them. Yeah, but you know why? You know why it does well TV wise? Because they're they're given a list. It's pretty much hands off. They're giving a list of stuff they can't do, and then they're allowed to go and do what they want with it. Yeah. Right. Whereas with the movies, plus you got less hands, hands in the pot with TV shows. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny. I've been. I was rewatching Supernatural, and in the first season. They had an episode where they ended up going to Hollywood and some ghosts were haunting, were killing people on a horror movie set. And every single one of the, like they would work in notes they actually got from network executives such as, why does it have to be so dark outside at night? (laughs) Okay, they're doing this ceremony to summon ghosts. How do the ghosts hear their them be, themselves being summoned in hell? They must have super hearing. <laughs> so let's work that in the line as an explanation. Okay, this show actually seems pretty funny. Oh, it has its moments. But the TV shows have less involvement with stuff like that. Think about how bad the movies have to be. Oh, yeah, but there's so much, like, red tape with the movies. Like, you know, okay, we can't do this because we're doing this, like, you know, in two years. And, uh, well, we can't talk about this because, you know, this might possibly be a storyline in, like, ten years or whatever. I mean, even more stupid stuff that I'm not even talking about. Just, But also, it's like DC, Marvel sits there and says, these are comic characters. We realize that. We're not going to pretend that they're not. We're just going to have fun with them. We might tweak one thing here or there, but it's still going to be, at the core, the same comic book characters that you can go out and pick up an issue with. DC seems to want to move away from comic book characters up until recently. Yeah. Look at the J.J. Abrams Superman movie that was written. Krypton's not destroyed. Superman's parents are... Well, father was still alive and imprisoned by Zod. Zod killed Superman's mother. No. Lex Luthor was an alien. No. You had slow motion martial arts fights. God damn. (laughs) I mean, you had a gay Jimmy Olsen. Well, I mean, I guess that's progressive and all, but what the fuck? (laughs) But see, that's DC. DC does not want to it seems like sometimes they don't want to even associate themselves with the comic books what was uh, what was the big thing with the Batman remake well it's going to be darker grittier more realistic we're not going to have any of these comic book villains that are out there like Mr. Freeze or Poison Ivy well yes well to be fair it's not like you know the Dark Knight ones where they had those cartoony ones either but see like you look at marvel they're not afraid to go there and have the villains that actually have powers 
yeah. whether they have them accidentally or not. Marvel sits there and says, at the core, it's comic books. We're going to try to keep things not necessarily as close to the comics as they can, but they're going to use what has worked for 60-plus years on some of these characters, whereas DC wants to move completely away from the comics and try to make it seem gritty, realistic. But that's not what people want. They're trying too hard. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. trying too hard to make it appeal to everybody. Instead of saying, at the core, the character is good. Let's keep what has worked. Tweak something here or there to make it seem more plausible. But still keep the character the same. DC wants to, it seems like, change every single character. Yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. And, uh, yeah, like- In their effort to make them more relatable to people that maybe don't read comics, they just end up alienating everyone. Yeah, because I mean, then no one can identify with them. The big thing is, I've I had one person. I got into a, a conversation with one person, and basically, what we said is, comic, good, well written comic books. Anybody who is not a comic book fan could pick it up and enjoy it, with just the bare minimum knowledge of the character. We were talking about the Bat- Batman Hush saga, where Hush was first introduced. Extremely well written. Somebody who was not a big comic book fan could pick it up and enjoy it if they were a fan of good writing. Yeah. Or like, you know, Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen. Right. If somebody's a fan of good writing, they can pick it up and enjoy it. But it seems like when DC tries to translate their characters from comics to the movies, they don't have that faith in their characters. They think that it ha- cannot have anything to do with the comic books. Yeah, and it's very, it's very odd. Though, uh, just thinking about it as we're talking, I think the reason they announced all their movies is because Marvel just did that. Because, <laughs> like, uh, like you know, well, yeah, because they can't seem like they're even more far behind than than Marvel is. Like, movies are like a huge, big thing again. Is probably the reason why they're doing it. Because I mean, when Marvel came out with Iron Man. Did they did they really make a big deal about all these other characters they were going to make? Like it seemed like they were. Well, making- at, at, by that time we'd already had Spider Man, so it's not like they were the first on the block. Well, yeah, they I mean, just. But even then, they still didn't. Like they didn't announce that they were going to do like okay. Well, well this- yeah, because they wanted to make sure Iron Man was going to make some money first. Yeah, well, which is- Iron Man Two is when they first really started talking about. Is when they made a reference to the other movies. Yeah, and yeah, they had come in and talk about New Mexico. Oh well, and they had uh, Tony Stark show up in Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but again, that was after Iron Man. No, was it? No, I think Incredible Hulk was two thousand eight. No, yeah, that was before. That yeah, was that- the one of the first ones they were going to try to make connected. Then they said, "Okay, that has nothing to do with." Because they changed the actor and yeah, all that. But they it was still after the Iron Man movie had come out. Oh right. yeah, it's, I I just meant it was before Iron Man too. But like the, the thing that they did that DC is not is that I mean I guess they had Man of Steel and it was a, a success of sorts. But they had that. <laughs> they had their second movie, and then once that did pretty well, they started. 
kind of casting their line out. They waited until the second movie was kind of done to get the whole hubbub started. And I mean, hell, the reason they did what they did this time, I think, was because Guardians of the Galaxy was so big and Captain America was so big and good. You know, all these like Avengers movies coming out soon. So, you know, they're just kind of planning like, okay, you know, where's the big shit in town? Plan this out, map it out and everything. DC is kind of like, okay, well, uh, Marvel did that. So, okay, yeah, Batman, Superman, and then we're going to do this. So we're going to do this and this and that and this and that and this and that. And then I think some of it also by announcing it, you can try to get some bigger name actors for these roles. Right. Especially if the movie's been announced as opposed to just talking to them. Yeah. I mean, what have we? There's been at least two actors that have been rumored that DC and Marvel are trying to get on both. Really, Greg Hardy and uh, huh. crap, what's his name? He was in the. Uh, you mean Tom Hardy? Oh, yeah. Because you said Greg Hardy, I'm like, no, Greg Hardy's still awaiting his trial. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I I remember. Yeah, you're good. But yeah. uh, Tom Hardy on uh, the apocalypse right now. He, ah, crap. There was one other person who they were trying to get that both companies are trying to get. Uh, and for some, I can picture his face, but I can't think of his name. Who's he played as? I think Ryan Gosling is in there. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Uh, DC and Marvel were trying to get him as well. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think half of those movies will get made. I don't know that... I mean, Suicide Squad would have to get the following that Guardians did. I think it's really odd that that's what they're choosing. I mean, I guess because Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome and fun and shit, but... I would figure they would try to go for... But if I think if Guardians was the same as all the other Marvel movies, I don't think it would have done as well. The fact oh, that Guardians I, was like a breath of fresh air compared to all the Marvel movies, that's yeah. why it did so well. And there weren't a lot of quality movies against it as well. Well, yeah. Well, that but the sucked. only reason I think they can do Suicide Squad and that they are looking at that second, you can introduce a large number of villains with the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Because, no, no, I mean, you have the Suicide Squad members and also whoever they're fighting in the movie. Yeah. I feel like shouldn't they focus more on heroes first? Well, well I mean... After Batman and Superman, if you, at, once oh, yeah. you get Doesn't to DC, have, it's like... like uh, you're going to have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman... Uh, Aquaman... Every single Power Ranger, the last yes. Doctor Rock, Doc Rock, and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Robin supposedly going to be in this. I'm sure he will. He was in the every oh, other Justice League I've ever seen. It's a she Robin, right? Well, it's rumored it could be. What are but they see, trying like, to jump know, the Thor gonna, woman we'll, thing? Oh, go ahead. Are they trying to jump the Marvel doing the woman Thor or something? Well, I think they're just trying to get as diverse a cast as possible. Well, it seems maybe they're going with the Dark Knight Returns sort of feel on... uh, Yeah. And that's what the... I mean, the suit looks like it too, but... I mean... 
here's the thing with DC that scares me. They like to mess with their characters a lot. Where in adapting them to movies, like remember we were going to have the Jack Black Green Lantern movie. What? Oh, what? Yeah, there, there was a comedic Green Lantern script going around starring Jack Black. Pure comedy. Oh, was it Jack Black at Nort? You remember the dog Green Lantern from uh, that dog based one that was, I think, Justice League International? Oh, there's, well, I mean, there's a lot of different Green Lanterns, but yeah, my point yeah. is they have no problem making a character resemble the comic book in nothing but name. Name but is to be fair, book. that was probably before the their comic movies were getting made, right? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, look at Superman. Which one? The yeah. most recent one. How many different ones did they look have? The most recent Superman. Okay. They uh-huh. still changed a little bit of stuff. I mean, not as much as they have in the past, but there is there was a big gap there from what was established in the comics before you went to New 52, because New 52 was coming out while Superman was out, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. So, um, I mean, it just... I don't know. I, I just... I don't have a lot of faith with DC, because they have not shown me that, number one, they can do a movie with more than one superhero, and number two, they haven't shown me they can sustained success with a single superhero. Hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah, like Batman was good, but otherwise most of their other stuff has been well, let's face it, how much of that, Yeah, did anything yeah. of that have to do with DC itself, and not most of it have to do with the director and what he wanted? You yeah, know? that's true. Like, this was a, that was a pretty hands-off sort of thing, really. Yeah, it's like they were just yeah. begging to have one of their characters be relevant. They just said, please, you know, take this <laughs> and do something with it. And, you know, all they had to do to get some type of world building in that was any of the press conferences slap on, have somebody from the Daily Planet there. Exactly. Or throw a mention of Metropolis in. That's all they would have had to do. Hell, they could have had uh, somebody say something like, uh, Clark Kent was looking for you or something. Or, you know. So when they're doing the press conference, have whoever's answering questions point and say, yes, you from the Daily Planet. Right. Like, just sneak something in there. Like, it's not not that hard. I mean, the biggest world building that they've done was in the last Superman movie where they had a Wayne Enterprises satellite. That was, oh, yeah. I mean, I noticed those things, but that almost felt more like a little, like, nod sort of thing, I guess. Like, oh, yeah, it does exist. Right, but that's yeah. their 
world building to this point. Right. That's, I guess, something. Yeah, it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's the most that they've ever done. And now they're saying that they're going to have these movies for the next, what, six years planned out to yeah. build a giant world? I mean, yeah. if they do it, it should lead to success. I'm just hoping that by that point, we don't just get like so done with superhero movies that we don't get some of the cool ones that we could get because DC comes and just destroys it for everyone. But Well, I mean, if they haven't done it yet, I don't think they're going to. I th- Everybody talks about superhero movies like it's all the same. Like it's all the same. But you've had some superhero movie flops since X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman came out. The genre has survived. People want to see these characters on the big screen. And if it's a good story, they're going to watch it, period. Yeah, both the X-Men movies are really good. Yeah, those are good. The only things that have sort of flopped have been the Amazing Spider-Mans. Well, they, you know, a lot of the Dark Horse stuff, like uh, R.I.P.D. Uh, yeah, but God, I mean, it was a most people don't even know that that's a freaking comic book movie. I thought it was a Men in Black ripoff when I first saw well, it. Men in Black. Yeah. And Taco Fart, I swear. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Hellboy. Marvel had the Hulk flops. Yeah, yeah and they had the Hulk flops. Punisher and Warzone, which I like Warzone. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on Punisher. Okay, I didn't I mean, even... Again, there have been superhero movies that have not been successful. Right, but, but during this like examination that we have of superhero movies, like if you have a flop, it's going to be seen as a bigger deal than when you just had the occasional superhero movie every now and then. Now we're getting superhero movies. Like at the rate people are getting modern FPS. Ah, bringing it back to video game. Well, so like, like like modern day, like modern or futuristic first person shooters. There's like fucking like eight of them come out a year. I mean, superhero yeah. movies we get like what three, four of them a year now. That's a lot. Well, what this year we're only getting that that one. What about yeah. this? You mean like this upcoming year? Yeah. Yeah, Avengers. That's it, right? Really? That's the only superhero movie. But then you're going to have Star Wars and... Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you're going to have other movies that are going to be blockbusters, but... Really? There's only the Avengers? Well, from Marvel, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, DC's not doing anything until 2016, so... Hmm. Oh, Okay. Well, because I was thinking, because I'm like, this year we got Captain America. I mean, shit, we got Captain America, we got Guardians of the Galaxy, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Days of Future Past, El Tech, well, God's, Godzilla. Well, keep in mind, well, what's in the uh, X-Men movie, while it was from a Marvel comic, was still not Marvel films. Boy, I didn't mean Marvel. I just meant superhero movies in general. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Ant Man says it's coming out in 2015. This is IMDb, mind you. Well, yeah. oh, okay, so we'll we have two next we year. Got, uh, oh, yeah, Ant Man. I forgot about Ant Man. And it says Fantastic Four is, but I don't know if I should trust it. Yeah. 
We'll see with that. Hey, look at twenty. Okay, twenty sixteen. Deadpool. That's that's. I'm just going by IMDb. It's a Deadpool, Batman, Superman, Captain America three, X Men Apocalypse, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, Doctor Strange, Power Rangers. Fuck yes. Suicide Squad, Sinister Six. Take Sinister Six off that list. It will not come out. Yeah, it's. I don't think that's getting made. Did it get dumped? Probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're already talking about Spider-Man rejoining the full Marvel films, Marvel Universe, and then them doing a Civil War movie, which we predicted before the news broke. Just want to point that out. Which we'll talk about in just a second. Civil War movie? I wonder if it's going to be as good as Gods in general. Oh, God. Really? Well, hell yeah, dude. Civil War don't make me, don't, don't make me remember that stupid movie. It's so boring. Uh, <sighs> okay. I just, uh, I just had to do it. There's, uh, as if they didn't announce enough characters last week, three more characters have been announced for Lego Batman 3. Uh, Vigilante Ma- Manchester Black, who okay. was the leader of the elite. Um, Toy Man. Who's oh, cool. been a villain in DC Universe for a while, and the Trickster, who's been a big villain in the Flash before. Yeah. Uh, he's like the Flash's nemesis, apparently. So I don't know much. Trickster, about that much. yeah. In the cartoon, wasn't he the one who wouldn't take his antipsychotic medicine and become a villain? Yeah, he's kind of the goofy one. Yeah, he was kind of. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and then you combine him with Toy Man. Yeah. Kind of spells comedy for me. Toy Man was creepy. Really? Well, yeah, because yeah. he had toy weapons and stuff. Well, that and, and like, like that teddy bears. bears and... In the Tim verse, Toy Man was the one who had that weird head, like he was dressed up as a doll. Yeah. That in the was... comics, it was an actual toy designer who was a older man, and he would just make the toys violent. Huh. Right. Who was the Celestial Toy Maker? <laughs> Gotham got given a full season, so that'll be on at least for 22 episodes. That's good. I've been yeah. enjoying the show. Maybe it's not the greatest thing ever, but I've been enjoying slowly getting to learn more about people. Didn't think Penguin was going to be such a Dick. big character in this show, but yeah. Eh, I've not watched any of it. Though I do have to wonder, I've been told Harvey Dent's like 40 in this show. Yeah. They casted Harvey Dent and he hasn't been shown in the show yet. Yeah, uh, I haven't been like, able to bring myself to watch it. I'm like, it doesn't make some of these things don't line up in terms of like ages. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it just because I have like fucking like too many things to watch as is. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine, everybody should watch that show. It's great. It is great. So, Gary. thank you, Gary, for making me watch that show. Well, not really <sighs> making, but convincing me. All right, so here we get to our first. I guess first of all, before we get to that, there's like about 20 people lined up to play Doctor Strange at this point. Uh. <laughs> Ryan Gosling being one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Colin Farrell, 
Keanu Reeves, Jake oh, no. Matthew McConaughey, oh, yeah. Ethan Hawke, Oscar Isaac, Ooh. Jared Leto, no. and Benedict Cumberbatch, who I yes. would love if he came. He became yeah. Doctor Strange, but yes, yeah. not because I love Johnny Depp, but because he could do it. Like that kind of, <laughs> I always feel like that almost falls into like what he can do. Like, I, would I, agree, I never want... but it's probably more about the. They already have Johnny Depp with, with Mr. Jack Sparrow. They don't want to involve him in something else. Plus, oh, his ridiculous fee to pay him to get him to do anything is well, and his overacting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I wonder if he gets like a Tim Burton discount. I mean, Doctor Strange would kind of go into the overacting, but uh, yeah. not really, not as much as you would think. Yeah, I mean, the. I guess vocally hamming it up, but not physically. Yeah. And he seems to be more physically hamming it up than vocally in his last few movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I was thinking- are we agreeing on Cumberbatch then? Or yeah, I think any- pretty good. I yeah, think I we think- can also agree that Keanu would be a horrible, horrible choice. Oh. Well, I would that. Just, no. uh, he would I ruin mean, that character. Oh, it would be Doom. awful. I can do magic. <laughs> that, or he could just do his other, the other role he does, which is like the quiet. He's like, hey, I can do magic. Kind of like how he was in Constantine. Which, hey, yeah. that Constantine, out. he wasn't too bad. No, I will give you that. He was not too bad in Constantine. It... Which, but again, uh, but look at the changes they made from the comic book character to the movie version. I mean, I've not seen much of the comic book character, but I hear the comic book character is like an asshole, but an awesome asshole. You can watch the TV show in about a week and a half. So, yeah. I mean, I've heard he's an awesome asshole. Like he wants Khan, the guy, to kill himself or something to that nature. Yeah. Which is cool. And in the movie, he was kind of bland-ish. Well, it's Keanu, what do you expect? Yeah. You know, you know what sucks? Poor Keanu. He told them, don't make me the star of 47 Ronin. I don't want to be the star of 47 Ronin. I'm white. God damn it, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's trying to eat my cheesecake. Uh, well, my dog's just asleep on in his bed over here. Oh, he's uh, bark, 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 yeah, bark. when he's not barking. Tori, you sound like Tori. Instead of hearing bark, bark, all I hear is. <laughs> I'm like, you okay, Sean? Gonna die? Gonna die on me? We have a podcast to do. Ryan Gosling will be interesting. I can't say it. I I can't stand Jake Gyllenhaal, so if he got it, I probably wouldn't watch it. And what about Matthew McConaughey? Boy, huh. mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you know I got a Lincoln before everybody else? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, that was a joke. I think no. what they're gonna do is I think you're gonna you're not gonna see a huge name for it on the yeah. Johnny Depp level. Just because they're seeing what happened with uh, 
Robert Downey Jr. at this point, they're going to price themselves out. Yeah, but I mean, Robert Downey Jr. became like the it guy again after the first movie, not like... Well, yeah, but you know. what I mean is they're, they're not going to want to go with somebody that big, like as big as he is now... Right, I mean, but Johnny but Depp's the names at. on here, I mean, those are some pretty like you know, well, Oscar yeah. winners and stuff. I mean, I still say we need a Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, they already said no to that guy. Well, that sucks. He's not that and big also, a name. I think they're also not going to go with anybody that has uh, issues. Yeah, it, well, issues slash attitude. I mean, you might have to ha- you might have to get some issues to play this character, but I don't think they want to give him more issues than anybody has. You know, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. But the uh, the bigger thing that was revealed, pretty much like it seemed like hours after we recorded the podcast, they uh, released a story about Robert Downey Jr. is really close to signing a deal that he's going to show up in Captain America three. And it's going to be involving the Civil War storyline, which is going to pretty much start the next uh, chapter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it will, if you don't know what the Civil War uh, storyline is, look it up. It's uh, pretty interesting. They also made uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 based around it. So you can go play that to kind of know a little bit about the storyline too. The uh they're also have basically pretty much told us that the uh well these are the leading rumors apparently that Kevin is it Feige? How you say his name? He uh he wants the Russo brothers to be the guys that are gonna do Avengers three and four. Um nothing to do with Vince Russo. Damn, Joe, and, Joe, and, <laughs> Joe and Anthony Russo. Um, people that did uh, Captain America 2. Yeah, they're going to do Captain America oh. 3 uh, as well. And pretty much the Badass Digest is saying that Captain America 3 is going to be like Avengers 2.5. It's going to be another ensemble picture. You might get the new team, which... Spoilers. I'm going to wait a couple seconds. Uh, apparently, the new team might involve Falcon, War Machine, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Black Widow with the Vision possibly in as well. So, there you go. What do you think about that team? It has yeah. possibilities. I think you're also... I mean, you you have to wonder where Ant-Man would stand in it. Uh, Vision, like you said, wasn't initially listed on that uh thor what would happen with him uh i mean and plus you had the new characters they're talking about introducing doctor strange uh the ever rumored to be introduced but still not seen black panther yeah i mean i do i think the way they have built up Tony Stark's character to this point makes the Civil War storyline a better fit in the movie universe than it was in the comic book universe. Yeah, it was a little weird in the comics. Yeah. 
It was really weird. And I don't I don't mean him taking over the Department of Defense. I just mean throughout the entire Avengers movie, you had Captain America complaining about Tony Stark, how he was more about the Flash and right. how his own press and making himself look good over actually doing good. And the way that the comic kicks off, a group of heroes who are more concerned about getting good press for themselves end up causing a villain to des- or just completely destroy a town and kill a bunch of people. And that leads to the Superpower Registration Act where they're supposed to disclose their identities and everything. Did, did uh, he explode around the, uh, the villain explode at a school? Something yeah, like the character... The villain was Nitro, who can make himself explode. Mm-hmm. And Speedball was attacking him, right? Uh, he was one of the new warriors. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it just fits a lot better in with the character they've been building in the Marvel movie universe, where Tony Stark sees this happen and suddenly thinks maybe having some type of regulation on superheroes isn't a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see it. Though, I must say, the, can you imagine Vince Russo writing that? All the swerves, and then it ends up, it culminates with Captain America versus Iron Man Freedom on a pole match. <laughs> with both of them switching sides in the middle of the match. Yeah, yeah. All, all of a sudden, like, fucking Spider-Man comes out after switching to Captain America's, like, side. Could then he switch to Captain America's side by the end? I thought Spider-Man was kind of like one of those he was in between characters. Or... No, he initially sided with Iron Man and then uh, his aunt got shot and he went over to Captain America's side. Yeah, it's like Spider-Man runs in and then he go, acts like he's going to help Captain America and he kicks him in the balls. Or like fucking makes like a spider like a fucking web punching glove and like uppercuts his nutsack and then like Iron Man like flies over there and grabs it to win. Iron Man had uh, made Spider Man the suit of armor. Yeah, that was an interesting design. I don't know if it wasn't quite memorable, I guess, at the end of the day, but hey, it was cool. Still, well, I liked it, Batman. and they've actually carried it over into the. TV animated series, too. Yeah, they had that episode where Iron Man makes Spider-Man his suit. Yeah. Still not as cool as Amazing Batman, though. Just saying. Uh, See, that's uh, the thing, too. Like, Marvel's so good at melding things that they can meld it into their cartoons. Yeah. Universe and all that. I mean, yeah, they've done some pretty cool Pretty cool things with that, but I'm I'm excited for that because like Captain America, no wait, George Older, it was really good. I really enjoyed that, and I can't wait to see what these this uh, these guys do with the Civil War story because I'd enjoy it. Avengers 2.5, man, it does kind of stink on a degree that like Avengers 3 is going to be a whole new cast. But I guess hey, new you know blood in blood out, right? Yeah, but at least well, they're going to introduce them in the movie you're going to see beforehand instead of oh here's all these guys. Well, and while it might be a whole, it might not be a whole new cast so much as team versus team. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, because eventually you're going to get to the point where like 
unless you do like a Dungeon of Doom type of thing, how the hell are you going to get, you know, the the villains to be, that are that are going to be big enough to be able to literally you can believably think they could beat these, you know, Avengers. Well, there actually weren't any villains in Civil War or not really. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I know Civil War, but I'm just saying, like, after Ultron, you're going to get to the point where it's like... Well, you okay. still have uh, Kang. K- was it Kang? The time-traveling Kang. dictator? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> time-traveling libertarian. Uh, I mean, you've got him. You could do uh, Disassembled. Yeah, that'd Scarlet be- Witch. I think they should bring in the Great Lakes Avengers. You know, if they do, I will say this: if they do disassembled, I want to see the jetpack scene, and I want to see people make fun of the jetpack scene. What was the jetpack scene? In disassembled, uh, there's a scene where was it a Cree? Aren't was it a Cree space fleet that appeared, and Hawkeye was fighting like? It was the Avengers' worst day where all of these things were happening. All these people were attacking the Avengers. People were dying left and right. Hawkeye shot a soldier out of the sky, put on the jetpack. He was about to die. He flew up into the ship and caused it to explode, sacrificing himself to destroy the Kree ship. And then there were so many people that complained about that. That's how Hawkeye died. That in like Deadpool, you saw jokes about it. In other comics, you saw jokes about it. And then for a while, strapping on a jetpack was a code word for a death sentence. Dang. I see. Okay, uh, TV. Here we go. Here we go. TV tropes always come in handy. <laughs> so... Yeah, so moving along from there, we go from that extreme to the possibility of we might get a in in the wake of announcing that we are for sure we possibly started something with the Star Wars that could happen. Uh, but they're saying that if we get any kind of Marvel musical, it's not going to be what you're expecting. It's going to be off the wall or whatever. I just know that if it has a Marvel character right now, I might go see it. Who knows? <laughs> With Great Lake Fingers. Squirrel Girl. Right? <laughs> I want to see DC crazy. have a Batman musical where they sing how criminals are a superstitious, cowardly lot. If they have a musical of Batman, they need to hire what's his name, Pete Jones, the guy who does those videos for college humor. <laughs> I can't believe Robert didn't recognize that reference. Oh, I would. What was it? Oh, well, I recognize the reference. That's from uh, the Adam West. No. No, it wasn't. That, no, I'm referring to the uh, in Batman Beyond where they actually had a Batman musical inside the series. Oh, I, I, oh that that's was right. The song yeah. that they were singing. I forgot yeah. about. I, 
forgot all about that. Okay. They're a superstitious, cowardly lot who plot and plot, but always get caught. Yeah, that's right, man. It, I was a kid when that show. I, I was too. Yeah. I was watching that on Saturday mornings or, or the afternoons. I think that came on in the afternoon. It was Saturday mornings for me. Yeah. Yeah, I watched this on Saturday mornings. That was such a good show. Yeah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> that guy's <so> great. <laughs> Pacific Rim, one of oh. your favorite movies, uh, Robert. Uh, movie uh, two no. might not have the same people in it. What? Uh, Del Toro is talking about he wants to have Pacific Rim 2 go directly into Pacific Rim 3 and that he wants it to be radically different from the original saying that some of your favorite, some of your favorite characters are going to come back, some of them don't uh, we're going to shoot ambitiously and hope to have three movies so some of the characters might come in at the end of the second and so we can ramp up to the third one so it's possible that you might have even you might not have uh Charlie Hunnam and and uh the Asian girl be the leads at all. They could like come in at the end of two and be the leads in three. So you still gonna watch it? Oh yeah. I mean dude, it's like the biggest version of what I love. So we all are right. getting Power Rangers movie. I'm still But there's other Power Rangers movies. It's not like, you know, I think he's also doing that because of the difficulties in getting Hellboy 3 made. Yeah, that sucks. Because Hellboy 2, 1 and 2, like especially Hellboy 2, is really good. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's why he's trying to do it that way, to make sure that he gets to finish his story. Yeah, yeah I mean, especially with how The Strain did really good numbers for FX. It seems like whatever he touches in Book of Life, or when he came in third, this... Week in the movies making seventeen million, so whatever he's touching does well lately. Man is like awesome. That's why. Oh yeah, but you know, some people just think he's all about the macabre and weird things, and don't see that he can actually make good stuff, even though if it's not you know mainstream or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, that's cool. I love Panslavent. And that... I completely forgot the name of it, but that Spanish horror movie he did with the kid and... I kind of swore that movie came up. Apparently, uh, Guillermo del Toro is one of the few people that told Hollywood they shot... Oh, uh, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Hold on, let's look at this filmography here. Yeah, uh, you'll say it, and then I'll go, oh, yeah. Orphanage, right? No. Oh, it's before Pan's Labyrinth. Devil's Backbone. Mm, not that one. I thought it was Maybe it was Devil's Backbone, but I thought it had another name. I but thought yeah, it was Backbone's Pan's Labyrinth. pretty awesome, too. He had two Spanish ones, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, he did, uh, let's see. Damn. Don Herlinda and her son. 
Oh, there's Mimic. Oh, boy. <laughs> Plus Mimic. Yeah, Mimic was... Uh, actually, that was the one where apparently you got hamstrung by executive meddling. That's a really fun page to read, by the way. On TV, <laughs> the professional wrestling one's the best. You get to read about all the bullshit that went down backstage. Oh, it's Plants Labyrinth, the orphanage. Uh, oh, he was an additional... He did additional voices in Quantum of Solace? I did not know that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he but, did. but yeah, as... Are you talking about writer or director? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of something else or somebody else to the movie or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know Devil's Backbone was uh, maybe what I was thinking, but I know he did something else in Spanish that wasn't just Pan's Life. Okay. Devil's Backbone, Backbone was a uh, 12-year-old whose father's died in the Spanish. Yeah, 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 okay. It's that one. I might have watched it in Spanish, which is why that I, was with a, But that was with a boy and not a girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I could try and watch it in Spanish. I'd go about as well as you would expect. <laughs> so uh, this might anger you, uh, Robert. I don't. I don't know how you feel about this. I mean, I, I like her as an actress, but I, when I think of this movie, it's still not as bad as Leonardo DiCaprio getting cast for Akira. But Scarlett Johansson's been offered ten million dollars oh, to yeah. be the lead in Ghost in the Shell live action movie. There was a lot of my anime friends that were rather upset about this. I mean, she's like the big hot thing right now in terms of kick-ass women doing shit, even though Lucy fucking suck. I didn't movie, mind that movie. But I hated okay. the movie. There wasn't enough action to be an action movie. There sure as shit wasn't enough, like, the character or plot to count as anything else. <laughs> it, was, it was like a bunch of scenes smack slapped together. Not to mention the villain sucked ass. God, I hated that movie. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, she's like the big shit right now in terms of if you want a woman kicking ass, they always cast her. I guess, I mean, hey, being Black Widow is, I mean, she's done a pretty good job as Black Widow. And she's a good actress. Even if I do get kind of tired of her sometimes, because she does kind of do like the same thing in certain roles, but she's still a good actress. Anyways, uh, do I want her to be fucking Makoto and uh, Ghost in the Shell? No, probably not. Because <laughs> I mean, just th th thinking of it, like I don't think she could do it right. I don't even feel. I don't even know if like a live action version of that movie would work really. I mean, it would. It'd have to have a high budget. That'd be a lot of fucking... I mean, if I think of animes that could, that's one of them. Wait, which role was Leonardo DiCaprio doing in Akira? Akira, the main, the lead? Oh, uh... Tetsuo? Yeah. To uh, ugh. I almost vomited, I think, when I heard that. But yeah. I'm not yeah, gonna, I think that's been shelved as far as I know. They, I don't even know if they're doing anything with the Kira live-action movie. Like, the funny thing is, you ever notice we, like, we never, ever get live-action anime adaptions, like, ever in Amer America? Yeah, because the anime is usually good enough. Yeah, I mean, and 
Japan they get it. Like, there's a Roroni Kenshin one that I really want to see because apparently it's pretty good. So I can always, I can always dig that. But like, I'm trying to think. So I know we got Blood the Last Vampire, but that apparently wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. well, they're not going to all be winners, you know. Well, yeah, you can't win them all. But I don't, I don't quite like Scarlett Johansson in that role. I mean, she is kind of like the person that we would try to give the role to. Because she is like... I mean, there could be worse people that could give that role to. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Jack Flack. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny. Funny, funny, funny. I mean, I I like the original movie. I actually need to watch the series of it more. The series is really good by what I hear. I always try to start watching the series, and then I just don't keep doing it. A standalone complex. Yeah, Yeah. I keep... I kind of just like tried. I think I wanted to watch it, but I always fell in like at the, in the middle of the series, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I, mean, oh. I, I will say the uh, the Death Note live action movies, even though they're all Japanese based, those are actually pretty good. No, oh, yeah. Like my, my one of my best buddies and guy who's been on the show, Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson. Actually, he's not Hunter S. Thompson, but he's Hunter Thompson. He's like, yeah, I, like he watches eight anime series a month. According to himself, but he's like, "Yeah, I like the actual live-action Death Note more than the anime." So I'm like, "Huh? Okay." Yeah, I got Gary to watch the Death Note live-action movies with me, and he watches no anime whatsoever. I want to read the manga because I've heard the manga is a lot better. I think there's a lot more depth. But uh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson, I guess, like that's that's a whatever sort of thing. I don't even think the movie's going to get off the ground at this point, but we'll see. We'll see what happens because. You know, there is a new Ghost in the Shell series that came out this year, Ghost in the Shell Rise. So, oh, really? Yeah, it's like a it's like a retelling of sorts of this year. So I've heard of it, and I've heard it was okay. Well, okay. I'm still behind on the original, so <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll get to that one whenever it happens. Yeah, it's a four-part OVA series that's a reimagining of the original. Oh, okay. Wow, I don't think there's character designs quite as much. No, quite not so much. Oh well. Yeah, and the last and, uh, uh, movie thing I think we're going to talk about on here the <clears throat> this textbook that was in Harry Potter, the Fantastic Beats Beasts and Where to Find Them is going to be a trilogy because you know anything that involves J.K. Rowling apparently has to at least be a trilogy at this point. It does. Um, it? Yeah. So, I'm gonna uh, stretch it out as much as I can. To yeah, make they're gonna. Funny. It's it's based off a Harry Potter Hogwarts textbook. What? Uh, they're gonna have one movie in 2016, one in 2018, and one in 2020. So if you pair that with the three Lego movies, that's a lot of freaking Warner Brothers movies that are coming out. <laughs> uh, I mean, so, I like Harry Potter. It's a great series, but. This feels sounds feels kind of like bullshit to me. Yeah, the story like, is set in the twenties, seven decades before Harry Potter, and it uh, stars Newt Scamander. Scamander, I don't know how to say his name, but yeah, okay. I remember him. At least the name. Yeah, he was the only time you really heard him even mentioned was when they talked about the textbook, and he was mentioned more in the books than in the movies. My leg cramp. Fuck me. <laughs> so there. 
And uh, as if you couldn't tell already, Channing Tatum thinks that Jump Street twenty three or twenty three Jump Street is redundant. Of course it is. Once you go to college, where the hell else are you gonna go? Grad like, school. Are they stupid? Like, what 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 are you gonna do with this? Like, even he says that. Like, what are we gonna take down Enron now? Or no, no. the government? Go to grad school, struggling grad and doctoral students pulling a Walter White. <sighs> Dude, oh, that's perfect right there. Yeah, fucking like at the lab. Because uh, I mean, they could do that. I'm trying to think, where else could they go? Community college. Yeah, uh, but you already have community for that. So. Well, yeah, but that's. Yeah, but wouldn't you go to community college first before you go to regular college? Maybe you dropped out. You never know. <sighs> I've seen, I met plenty of people who are like, yeah, you know, I kind of dropped <clears throat> out of university. I'm here now. Yeah, well, I know, I know what you're saying, but I'm just no, no. They can go up to Detroit and bust the inevitably corrupt uh, police force that has no entrance requirements whatsoever. <laughs> so you're saying I could become a cop in yeah. the fictional universe I'm talking about? Yes, you could, as long as you pass the academy. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, so you're saying it has Leslie be- Nielsen. It. I'm going to end yes. up like Robocop. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'd be Robocop. No. Be better, Robert Cop. <laughs> Which, true story, Robert Cop is the name of one of the bootleg Robocop toys. Not even joking. It's terrible. It's so, so, so great. Hey, Sean, do you think he's missing what I'm going for, or... Yeah, I think he. he I think you might have shot over my head. What are we referencing? <laughs> police Academy. Yeah. See, I've never seen the Police Academy movies. Anytime you mention Police Academy, the only thing I really think of is Michael Winslow. Well, at least you got something from there. Oh yeah, like I, I know of the movies. I have never seen the movies because I don't watch movies ever. It seems. Uh. All of a sudden, for some reason, we've had, uh, what, uh, it's almost been, what, like seven or eight months? How, however long the WWE Network's been around. It took them, like, this whole week to have HBO and CBS announce that they're coming out with their own over-the-top services. HBO is basically making HBO go into a, you don't have to have cable or satellite to have us but it's not coming out 2015 CBS the only people that don't that aren't on Hulu have decided to come out with their own app which is available right now on your iOS or Android device or you can watch it on your computer I don't know why you would uh, release that without a way to watch it on your TV first but whatever CBS you guys work in stupid ways sometimes uh, I guess they want to make sure you're watching their TV shows so they can keep hoarding the ratings, I guess, whatever. Uh, the uh, ab- the ability to watch, I guess, through your Xbox and all that stuff and your PlayStation will be available later. But you're going to be able to watch all the current shows uh, right now on the on the app. It costs $6 a month. You can uh, watch, if you live in 14 of the largest U.S. markets, you can watch 
CBS Television Live. Uh, you'll be able to watch uh, fourteen or full past seasons of eight major current series, including The Good Wife, Blue Bloods, and Survivor. Mm. I would imagine some of these, like Big Bang Theory and a few others that are not owned by CBS, they're owned by like Warner Brothers or something, they might not be on there. Uh, like, uh, you'll be, you'll get CBS classics, like every episode of Star Trek, every episode of Cheers, MacGyver, Twin Peaks, and CSI Miami. And... <laughs> and including yeah. classics like shit my dad said. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so yeah, if you're like, there's a ton of CBS shows I'm totally behind on. So maybe, uh, for person of interest or something, even though that's coming to Netflix, I might watch that there in elementary. Am I, I mean, am I wrong for thinking for not really kind of just disliking CBS? Like I always find them boring. Like even their, does anybody else think their football game presentation is really, really boring? Oh, I agree. I can't. Like, I, I stand watching games on CBS. Like they're very boring, and a lot of their shows are. I mean, like their quality, but a lot of them are like fucking spinoffs of everything else. Well, yeah. What they got three NCISs. NCIS is the new CSI. I mean, I, except I actually like they it. still have CSI going. <laughs> but yeah, they've got N- uh, CSI with what's his face from Cheers. Yeah. Ted Dan Ted Dan Danson is it Danson? Yeah, always almost get him and Tony Danza mixed up. I don't know why. Uh, it's because they start with Dan. Well, like I don't know. I've never been a CBS person. Like I, I don't know what it is. I'm weird. Always have just something against them. The Elementary is a solid show. Yeah, like I was really against it for a while, just because. My stepdad like gets a little obsessed with things after a while, and he was like, "Elementary show." Yeah, Sherlock oh, still beats it by a country mile, but yeah. Oh yeah, I'm many countries a mile. Oh, and they got him started watching Dexter, so I'll never forgive them for that. <sighs> yeah, I can't hear the C- CSI Miami without thinking of the uh, episode of Supernatural where they were. Tricked by the trickster. <laughs> what that would happen? Uh, they were sucked into TV land. And what it was, the shows that they were in, except for one, were parodies of shows that they had been against in their various time slots. Huh. So they made awesome. fun of Grey's Anatomy. Uh, they had a Japanese game show called Nutcracker (laughs) which if they answered a question wrong a giant ball on a stick would hit them in the nuts (laughs) they They made fun of a random laugh track comedy and then they made fun of CSI Miami and they really really went after CSI Miami talking about uh, wearing sunglasses at night. Only no talent douches wear sunglasses at night. <laughs> and making the wisecracks while flicking their head and putting on their glasses. Yeah. They went all out on that. That's just 
Oh, that's so awesome. I wanted to hear them riff like shit on laugh track comedies. I'm so tired of laugh track comedies. God. Big Bang Theory. So much. I really like Big Bang Theory, but yeah, I can understand the... I just hate that, like, they don't get them into, like, what a nerd is now. It's still the very archaic form of nerd, which it's like... Nerds aren't even like that anymore. So it's sort of, you know, passe, I guess. But it, the, once you get involved with the characters, it's kind of hard. Sheldon cracks me up every time. Uh, I think the problem with Big Bang Theory is you got the characters to a certain point, and you can't alter them at this point to be more modern nerd. To be like real people? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. God. Uh, Apple announced a whole bunch of crap. Uh, literally. Yes, literally yeah. and figuratively and whatever. Uh, Apple Pay, which is like their version of PayPal. Uh, the new Mac Mini, which is $500. The uh, 5K Retina iMac, which is $2,500. I have a Samsung 27-inch that's not a Retina 5K whatever, and it costs about half of that. And it works just fine. Uh, The iPad Air 2, the iPad Mini 3, the new Apple OS... X Yosemite for your computer. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of crap. I don't have time to sit. I, none of us have time to sit here, and unless somebody wants to talk about something about it, all over all the Apple all stuff. I will say is you're paying for the name Apple, and the only reason college students buy Apple computers is so that they can look like they are hip and in the and whatever else you want to say. Because yeah. they have an Apple computer as opposed to a Windows computer. Yeah, my dad got all into the Apple thing after he got a MacBook or whatever. And I'm like, I don't get it. It's just whatever. It's not, it's not any better, and it's twice the amount of money. Agreed. And well, you're more limited in what you can put on it because everything has to come from the Apple store. Right. Eh, everything just breaks on me anyways. Besides, I am cool and hip rolling up in my 2002 Saturn, blasting a bunch of heavy music, and then getting out to play my Game Boy Advance while walking the class. <laughs> I gotta I gotta use my plastic purple lightsaber to beat the bitches away left and right. <laughs> so, uh, Far Cry 4's story is gonna be anywhere from 15 to 60 hours long. Fifteen two sixty. Yeah. So what? if you want to run straight through the game, it's fifteen hours. If you want to do all the extra stuff and explore and whatever, because apparently you're gonna get to see the scope and breadth of not only Far Cry Four size, but how much pagan men affects that entire space of wherever you're playing in Far Cry Four. So, the entirety of Kurat, or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, it's not still not as dense as 
Far Cry 3, but it's close to it, I guess, is what they're saying. So, yeah, if, uh, I'm really excited for Far Cry 4. I might, if I have a PS4 for my birthday, I might buy that as my first game. But, I just, I just don't want to be disappointed, I guess. Hopefully it doesn't disappoint. I need to play one of the Far Cry games. I've had Far Cry 2 on my uh, Steam account for a while, like a, for a few months. I just never really got around to We'll play it. Yeah. Well, you have like a million other things you need to play, so. <laughs> yeah, well, that's usually my problem is like I always find that if I buy it on Steam, I half the time will not play it just because I'm always afraid either the computer will not work it or my computer will explode or playing that game is the reason my computer did explode. I have a bad problem of making my computers explode. <laughs> well, don't make them explode, then. Well, yeah, well, see, I tried not to. It's not really something that I uh, prefer. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Far Cry 4 would be a fr- good first game purchase. I mean, oftentimes, I mean, haven't we all bought systems before that, like, the first game we ever got for it was shitty? Yeah, like, except for... I think once we got past the Xbox, yeah, because I had Halo, Mario 64 for my 64. You know, the Mario games you really couldn't go wrong with for the Nintendo systems. And then I I think my PS1, I might have had some terrible games for it because my dad had no idea what the hell he was buying. I'm trying to think. Let's see. So for all my systems in 64, of course, I had a Super Mario 64. Duh. The Game Boy Color, Pokemon Yellow. Awesome. Game Boy Advance with Spider-Man. Yeah. That game turd. I never beat it. I think I lost it at a hotel, actually. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It fell out, I think. I don't know what happened to it. That sucks. The Xbox, Sega GT, 2002 with Jet Set Radio. Oh, God. Yeah. Sega GT. Never played that. Just played Jet Set Radio. Apparently that game was really good. Like, I've tried to play it, but I'm not a big simulation racer guy. I'm not a big racer guy in general, actually. But, I mean, Jet Set Radio is still one of my favorite games. I beat it, like, three times, which is pretty impressive to me. Well, actually, for my 360, it's kind of odd. The first game I got for it was uh, Call of Duty 2. <laughs> like, because it's funny, because Call of Duty 2 is a really good game. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, every time I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I used to play Call of Duty, like, really? Hey, which one's the first one you get for? Because, you know, I was like, now nah, Call of Duty 2, they're like, huh? Like, people seem perplexed that something came before 4. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was actually a really good game. The enemy AI was really smart. Like, if you tried to hunker down in, like, a, you know, behind a wall and kind of try to wait something out, they will flank you and kill you. Like, the little bit you are. Like, you know, it was a good game. I liked it. Call of Duty 3 wasn't that great. But yeah, people just looked relaxed. And I'm, I think when I got my 3DS, what was my first game? Well, technically, I think it was Pearl. Since when I got my 3DS, I bought like five games off the bat. So, <laughs> kind of hard to say which one was first. And on that tangent. Uh,. 2K has released the Season Pass stuff for W2K15, finally. On the disc DLC. Uh, you get paid for free. costs $25. You get the accelerator, which unlocks everything. For You can uh, 
pay two bucks for that. I usually get use the accelerator to unlock everything for universe mode, and then I just still go through and unlock everything on the in the story. Uh, there's uh, this is the first time you're gonna get storylines as part of your DLC. You're gonna get a 2K showcase for one more match, the storyline involving Randy Orton and Christian from 2011. That was a good storyline. I miss Christian. Come back, Christian. Uh, that will cost ten dollars by itself. If you just want to get that, you can. On this DLC. Yeah, you can play as Christian, Randy Orton, Edge, Mark Henry, and Sheamus. There's also a 2K showcase with uh, called the Hall of Pain, which focuses on Mark Henry, obviously, when he was first doing his Hall of Pain stuff back in 2011. I don't know why everything's focused on 2011, but whatever. Uh. You can play as Mark Henry, Big Show, Kane, The Usos, Sheamus, The Great Collie, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, and Ryback. That's also going to be $10 by itself. The last 2K showcase is for the Ultimate Warrior. Um, so I'm guessing you get to go between what happened uh, basically throughout his whole career, culminating in WrestleMania 6, I'm sure. Or beat the Hunky Punk Man. Yeah, it, it does say that you get to play even, I guess, his uh, his squash match with Triple H, because WrestleMania 12 is a playable arena on here. Oh, so. boy, does that mean we get another Triple H? Oh, Lord, don't remind me of that terrible decision to have all three Triple H's in that game. I mean, Jesus, having the four like different Foley's was awesome, and having all the different Hulk Hogan's was neat, but I really fucking need Hunter Hearst Helmsley. You know what? If you want to give me another Triple H, give me Terra Rising. <laughs> <laughs> and give me the old like WCW jobber versions of everybody, like uh, Ed Sexton Hardcastle. Right. Yeah, like, give, give me all the... Speaking of WCW, this is a really weird WCW pack, but for $8, you can get Fit Finley, Lord Steven Regal, Wow. Bam Bam Bigelow, DDP, and Lex Luger. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, do we get the man's man, Stephen Regal? I, it says the Lord Stephen Regal, so I don't know that it would be the man's man. Maybe it'll have the music, though. Oh, that's such a good dog. Uh, the NXT Superstar Pack. Why does it need to include JBL? I don't know. Uh, Adam Rose, The Ascension, and Emma for seven dollars. Like so. who? What NXT wrestlers are in the game? Just them? Uh, them plus uh, Sami Zayn, Neville, and uh, aren't Gabriel and uh, fucking it's Morphin Time in there? Oh, Tyson Kidd's in there. Xavier Woods is in there. Uh, dang it, I can't remember the other guy. I'm oh, blanking. Gabriel? Yeah. Oh, Tyler Breeze is in there too, I think. Oh, Tyler Breeze. Yep. There's also a Moose pack for four bucks too. So you'll get all of that for $25. Seems pretty uh, a lot compared to what we usually get with a bunch of characters in a moose pack or something. So yeah, I'm kind of annoyed that I feel like, like I know I keep yelling, oh, this DLC, and I'm sure it's annoying, but 
how much of this is on disc? Like, this seems like a lot of shit that they're giving us. I mean, it is. We shouldn't have shit, paying so. a lot of it. Because we already bought the damn game. Yeah, but the extra, like, storylines and stuff, I mean... I wonder I mean, how much it would have cost them to... It it does seem like, you know, the road to WrestleMania used to have five storylines on them. Why does it need to only start with two and then you have to buy three more? But That'd be like if I played No Mercy and they're like, all right, guys, uh, World Heavyweight champ, like the WWF Championship mode, yeah, you got to pay five bucks for that. Intercontinental <laughs> Championship, five bucks for that. Women's Championship, you get that for free. <laughs> And then, like, heavyweight, you'll get that for free. But otherwise, like, you know, rest of it, got to pay. So true, though. Yeah, like, that's 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 how I see it. Like, I understand them wanting to make some money, and then maybe some of the stuff was not on the original on disc or anything, but yeah. $60 is still a lot of money. And I know they're giving a lot of content for that $60. Well, depending on what system you're buying it for. Now, if I'm buying right. this... 60 I'm pretty much better off throwing my uh, $60 in the dumpster fire. You still get the storylines and stuff, even though you don't get the career mode. Well, the career mode's practically like half the game. I agree, but yeah, for people that don't, there's still stuff in there. That, that's like buying the PS2 version of TNA Impact. Oh, God. They, creator, they didn't even have a creator wrestler mode. Yeah, but it had some pretty damn good looking models. Yeah. Too bad uh, that was the only thing they had. The gameplay wasn't that bad if I remember right. I've been told that game was so bad most of my friends took, that were wrestling fans took it back. Well, one thing you won't take back, especially if you buy it on the PC, Castlevania Symphony of the Night has gotten an ESRB rating for oh, a PC oh, oh. version. Oh, there's so a I guess PC you'll version? be buying that <laughs> too. Sorry. I got really excited. It's coming later. It's not. Damn it. Out right now. Destiny averages 3.2 million players a day. Did you know that, guys? An average Destiny player plays 1.8 times a day. An average playtime clocks in around 3 hours per day, even on weekdays. The average player has also played Destiny 21 times. Over the past three weeks, we've had more players online in Destiny than we did during the Saints fan for Halo 3 and Halo Reach combined, says Bungie. So, yeah. Destiny, you know, it's pretty big. Did you guys know that? Like, I mean, thank you, a, Bungie, for letting us know. It's a decent game. I just feel at this point that they're trying really, really hard to make it sound bigger than it is. Oh, yeah. They got those expanses coming out, too, so, you know. And speaking of Destiny, it was the number one selling game of September. But guess what? It sold the most on the Xbox One if you don't include digital versions or bundled versions of the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's how they have it listed on here. Uh, Madden NFL 15 sold more on the 360 than the PS4. Uh, FIFA 15, however, sold more on the PS4 than the 360. Super Smash Brothers sold 705,000 copies in two days in September. Fuck. Uh, it also, uh, 
135,000 of those were sold digitally, and 155,000 3DSs were sold, which is a 55% increase over August. Probably all <laughs> that has to do with Super Smash Brothers. Apparently, the Wii U also had sales numbers go up, but uh, Nintendo didn't want to release those specific ones because, <laughs> you know, they weren't as great as the 3DS or anything. Hover uh, oh, Warriors sold almost 200,000 units for the month, though. And Mario Kart 8 uh, has uh, sold about 60,000, which has it almost at 1.2 million at this point. Go ahead. Well, I was saying that's some pretty nice numbers. I've heard Hyrule Warriors is pretty decent. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor was number five after Super Smash Brothers. Uh, NHL 15, then Minecraft for 360 and PS3. Sims 4, Disney Infinity 2.0 sold the most on 360, and then Diablo 3 Ultimate Evil Edition for the PS4. So, and then, of course, the PS4 was the highest-selling console, again, for, like, the ninth month straight. Suck it, Xbox, nut huggers. I'm just making fucking <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to emulate the comments. Oh, and apparently, there's more Destiny crap that they want to shove down your throat here. On the PS4 alone... Uh, gamers have spent 125 million collective hours playing Destiny. Uh, a fucking cake or something? <laughs> more than 450,000 hours of broadcasted footage has been shared on PlayStation Network. And apparently it has led to an uptick in PS Plus subscribers. Well, no duh, because you have to play it online to this even is- play the game. Yeah, Isn't but heaven like forbid a, you have to be online to play a game. Like of the did you know, WWE did you know bumpers? <laughs> That's what they need, right? Like, God. PS4 also has a firmware a firmware 2.0 coming out. That they basically announced all the crap you don't care about in detail, and all the crap you do care about. Like maybe the sure play stuff or whatever, they don't announce right now. Like, really, who cares about whether you could change the background color on your home screen <laughs> or the theme? I mean, I guess the fact that they added more voice commands for the PS camera is cool. If you like to use that thing, you know, uh, they did add finally. That you can uh, use a USB hard drive to add a music stuff to your PS4. Um, MP3, MP4, and M4A uh, stuff. Uh, they've, uh, other than that, yeah, it's a pretty, like, you know, cosmetic things that if you own a PS4 and we're really caring about that stuff, you can look it up. Uh, Probably the most interesting thing from Sony this week was that they have started their own eSports initiative. Uh, It's a dedicated eSports platform on the PS4. Uh, It's the PlayStation Official League. Could you guys, like, come up with a more, you know, original name than the PlayStation Official League? Okay. Uh, Apparently, the league has already debuted in Spain, and it's going to be expand to Portugal and Italy. Uh, 
Uh, PS Plus subscribers uh, can play Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts, and FIFA 15 with a team and individual prizes up for grabs. So, how long is it going to take for Xbox One to have this? And do you see this working out? Like, Sony and Microsoft having their own esports things on their consoles. Like, you know, I mean, we already have like big tournaments. Like, FIFA has their own Madden type tournament that they do. And at the end of the year, you go to France or somewhere and they play each other and whatnot for a big uh, prize. But do you think this would be a big deal for Sony and Microsoft to have these? I think it's just another one of the one of those things where they're trying to separate themselves from a competitor. I don't think you're going to get any real serious events. I mean, doing it that way, you're still having the person with the less lag having the advantage. Whereas, if it was an actual esports where everybody's in the same arena the playing field is even when it comes to that. Yeah, but doesn't the qualifying start out that way, though, where it's on your console at home, and then once you get to the... It depends on what you're, what you're trying to do, what game. Like, some of them will have qualifiers where you go to a location and play in the qualifiers, and others you do play online. Yeah, true. Well, <laughs> any opinion there, Robert? Eh, I mean, I can see it doing some nice things for them, but eh. I mean, uh, I, I do think they should make everything more even by uh, lagging everybody. <laughs> Just we'll have see. lag that's made up for those people with faster connections. <laughs> have random lag, have like random people's mothers calling them to like come like what change the I don't know like fucking do the laundry like have the dog like shit in the corner you know <laughs> like have real real world uh things that make everything even that's how you become a true like athlete a, a true video game athlete alright you can still pump the noobs and tell your ma to shut up I'm playing video games right now <laughs> I mean, I think it would be good if they had, like, little small tournaments where you could win a month of free PS Plus or Xbox Live. I mean, little stuff like that. Where... Be... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just saying that that would be pretty neat, and that would, that would definitely encourage more people to play online, probably, because, I don't know, maybe I'm one of the few people that are, like, still live in the Stone Age, but I don't have online on my console. And yeah. if there was something like that where I was good at the game and wanted to, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, win a few months or something or prove that I'm the bomb.com or something, I would actually pony up. God, did you really just use the bomb.com? <laughs> Do you know if you try to type that on, like, Facebook chat and send it to somebody, it won't let you? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can understand why. Because, number one, it's stupid, and number two, yeah. What is this? The fucking like early two thousands? <laughs> uh, I mean, at least I'm not the bomb dot org or something. But anyway, yeah, if I wanted to prove uh, prove something, prove my metal, 
that'd be that'd be a way to do it. That'd be just it'd also be a nice way to make a whole community out of the uh, you know, out of the console. I guess uh, make the brand loyalty even stronger, so you can flame people on chat rooms. So apparently, because the guy that plays the new Halo character, John Locke, talked too much in an interview, and made people get all pissy that he might be the new character replacing Master Chief. So Thirty Four Three had to come out and tell everybody that Master Chief is the main character. You are going to learn a lot about Agent Locke in the Nightfall series that really Scott's making. So, yeah, I mean, he's still going to be a primary character. It's probably, might be something like uh, what you got in Halo 2 where you keep playing between him and Master Chief. Who knows? But I'm not, like, totally against playing with somebody new. I mean, at some point, you got to move on, right? And hey, at least they gave us four games instead of like that one time. They're like, yeah, you know that Solid Snake guy? Here's a blonde guy doing cartwheels while covering his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least they're giving us four games to say goodbye to this Well, chair. damn, they gave you four games with Solid Snake, too, you know? <laughs> like... well, know. Well, none of them were solid. It's only one of them was solid. Get it? Because Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to the second one. It was supposed to be this revolutionary thing. And you're like, who the fuck is this asshole? Like the time in Devil May Cry 4. And I'm like, who's Nero? What's in Nero? Why am I fighting Dante? Dante's supposed to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nero sucks. They've also released a sequel, sort of, to Spartan Assault, the game that nobody asked for, uh, called Halo Spartan Strike for Steam. Uh, and Windows platforms for six dollars. See, they made you want to pay. They made you pay like I think it was fifteen dollars originally for Spartan Assault. Then they lowered it to ten when a lot of people didn't buy it. So yeah, I, it, it's one of those like twin stick shooter games, like a top down shooter. So if you're into that. And you like Spartan Assault, I'm sure this game will be for you. Uh, and then in the stupid news of the week, I still don't know why you would use such a huge thing, but yeah, four guys got caught smuggling 1,100 grams of cocaine in an original Xbox. The original big ass <laughs> Xbox. Like, why would you carry such a heavy ass fucking thing to carry? You can put more coke in it. <laughs> but whatever. Apparently, in, officials informed the local drug task force that cocaine from the Dominican Republic was being distributed in Pennsylvania. With the help of an undercover federal agent, the police were able to locate the package and described it as the video game Xbox 360. So they didn't even get the damn console right. Like... <laughs> Stupid people. Oh, I love it. The street value of the drugs is $100,000. So those guys will be gone for a while. Uh, the officers also got a search warrant and found additional drugs, surveillance cameras, ammo, and 14 cell phones. 
Jesus. Maybe they were trying to uh, pass off what was in the console as the game Phantom Dust. <laughs> you remember that game? They were like, oh, you love that game from the original Xbox. Now we're making a, re- a remake. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody goes, what? <laughs> they're trying to uh, you know, use Microsoft's like uh, attempt to make inter- renewed interest in Phantom Dust, they would be like, yeah, it's Phantom Dust. That's totally what we have in the system. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did not work. Obviously, because they're like, who the fuck carries around an original Xbox these days? Like, the only thing I would ever do with that is you hit somebody with it in case they tried to kill me. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, it serves as a good weapon. You know, <laughs> like probably kill the person you're hitting them with it, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, hey, you throw that and maybe a few of those old Nokia phones, you've got a deadly weapon. <laughs> God, Nokia phones. Those hardest brick-ass phones. Like those phones that you could kill somebody with just by throwing it because the thing is impenetrable. Impregnable. Yeah. So not not to be outdone, the Xbox One's getting their uh, their uh, update this month, and at least they're adding DNA DLNA support, so you can watch stuff through your computer, you know, from your computer to the Xbox One. So, yeah, you can even use your uh, smartphone as a remote for the console or your TV or your satellite or cable box, whatever. You know, and you can snap your friends list and your achievements and all that stuff to another screen so you can look at that while you're doing something else. You can snap your achievements. Like, you're hanging out with this girl for the first time at your house. You're like, hey, I want to impress her. So you fucking snap your Xbox achievements to the other TV. Like, hey, girl. Hey, girl, look at my achievement. I can so see you doing that, Robert. Who you kidding? Who you kidding? But I do is I'm like, oh look, I have toys. <laughs> I'm like, you want to pet my cat? You want to listen to metal? Oh look, I got the Mega Tiger Zord. Oh God. Oh, which by the so way, so Daniel, I- are you excited about this stuff? Uh, not really. <laughs> Just you're not gonna. Ask. You're not going to be like your wife's going to be watching something in the other room, and you're like, hey, girl, hey, girl, look at my achievements. Well, first no. of all, you probably wouldn't be like, hey, girl, look at my achievements, but you know. <laughs> you, don't think she'd be, you don't think she'd be impressed? Like, you're like, look, I played Skyrim, and I, like, she w- I learned to shout. She would roll her eyes, call me a nerd, and walk away. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> woman would. Are you part of the uh, preview program, Daniel? No, I'm not. So, you wouldn't care about advancing through levels by doing stuff in the preview program, right? Like, no. There you go. I mean, it, like that, now, that is a good idea to get people to do it, but I wouldn't care. <laughs> That's what I, I was like. You know, it's a good incentive for people who don't understand that it would be kind of silly, but you know, whatever floats everybody's boat, I guess. Well, like you get to skip levels and games. No, like it's a 
like a beta program to get to preview the updates that happen to the Xbox One before other people do. You know, everybody else does. And, you know, they do that sometimes with, uh, they used to do it with the 360 where they'd have, like, public, you know, like, private betas for the big updates. Oh, I see. Yeah. I guess that's exciting. So you can be like, oh, look, I can do things with my Xbox that you can't. Oh, and I gained levels for doing it, too. Woo. What are levels? Uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed Rogue is going to come to the PC. And there's another Assassin's Creed Xbox One bundle that's happening. So, and if and if Unity wasn't enough, you also get a digital code for Black Flag. Neat. So, there you go. And then for for some reason, it it had to be made. I guess there's going to be a video game made about bread. No, I'm not joking. There's, it's called I Am Bread. And it's a beautiful story of one slice of bread's epic emotional journey as he embarks on a quest to become toasted. Sounds like Subway was making this game, but... (laughs) Yeah. I'm just... (laughs) I'm not going to go where my mind just went. I'm going to keep my mouth shut and not say anything about it. I think they need to have like Disney needs to get their get their hands on it and call it I am rude. That's exactly what I was saying. I was like, okay, we basically just took the I am Groot and just I am Groot. Like yeah, like that's that's what they did. They stole the I am Groot. But hey, you know, that's kind of funny and I think whoever made this game is a fucking troll and I love them. <laughs> like like seriously, they're, they're I just... mean, it can't be any worse than the goat simulator thing, right? Like, God, I know people that are like, "Oh yeah, I played the goat simulator. It's so much fun." I'm like, that game looks stupid, and you know it was stupid. <laughs> it it got tons of press because then they even made what a bear simulator or so what? You can now make sure that a bear shits in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I can simulate a bear shitting in the woods. What's next? Are they going to make a simulator of the Pope being Catholic? Yeah, you get to actually, you know, witness the process of how they become Pope or whatever. That's like the big draw. Or cat simulator. So you can ignore people and fucking bury shit in the litter box and go sit in the blinds. And when you get caught <laughs> Yeah, but you'll get bored because there's, like, nothing for you to do. You're just sitting there. Dodge, like, all the other, like, the incoming water bottle, like, spread streams. Like, you know. Like, I could I could do this. Fucking sit me down with these people. I will give them ideas on what to do with cats. I have cats. I know how these things work. Mm. So, apparently, Final Fantasy XIV is doing well, guys, because they yeah. revealed, like, three different news stories about it this week. There's a Game of the Year edition coming. Was it the Game of the Year? 90 days worth of... Yeah, I don't know why they're calling it a Game of the Year edition when... Is that really going to be somebody's Game of the Year? I mean, does it count since technically this is like Final yeah, Fantasy? Yes, it does count. It's a, total, it's a well, I know. completely redone game, but yeah. Well, yeah, they had to redo it. But yeah. 
I mean, if it's somebody's game of the year, I guess cool for them. But uh, yeah, you get three months worth of playing for free. So, you know, when you buy the game. There's also going to be a patch made that's going to include uh, a story. A lot of what they do in this game, apparently, is they use the uh, the old summons as main villains. So, in this it's about this whole story is about ice. So Shiva is going to be one of the main villains who's like one of the like classic uh, summons in Final Fantasy. But the biggest draw about this patch is that you can it introduces same sex marriage. So Fable did it first. Right. But you know, people wanted it so bad that they had to include it in a patch. And they even introduced their first expansion. So, yeah, there you go. Increases the level cap to sixty, and Final Fantasy fourteen Lightning Returns. <laughs> right. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, they're gonna. There's gonna be a rogue class and a ninja class, a ninja job as part of that rogue class. And... Ninja job already? Come on, people. <laughs> Come well, on. They, they kind of go together, so it works. You know. Oh yeah, I got you. I got you. So. Uh, this was interesting in the fact that it brought up something that could be, could happen, and that we have more stuff going on with this lawsuit between Activision and Mister Noriega. Apparently, oh. Noriega got the got it to actually get motion to continue or whatever. So Rudy Giuliani again has to, you know, flex his vocal muscles and continue to say things because <laughs> he's the, I still don't, man, Activision has got to have some deep pockets to get Rudy Giuliani to be your attorney in a case. Like seriously, <laughs> but, uh, apparently Giuliani says that he is outraged because Noriega was able to seek to inhibit the creative freedom of people in the United States. Uh? <laughs> this is what he says. If creative <laughs> rights have to be sacrificed, they shouldn't be sacrificed for someone like Noriega. Uh, into a pew-pew America issue. <laughs> I don't know, but apparently it is. He says that requiring artists to gain consent to use the likeness of historical figures would amount to censorship, as the figures would be unlikely to agree to negative depictions would make sense. It would virtually destroy the historical novel, the historical movies. So if Noriega were to succeed in doing this, uh, Bin Laden would be able to sue, or well, whoever's in charge of Bin Laden's whatever, would be able to sue, sue uh, Zero Dark Thirty. And uh, the lawyer for Noriega says that it's an issue about whether you have to, an exact depiction of a historical figure in games. So technically, it wouldn't affect movies or books. They just basically want to affect video games. The only reason they want to affect the video games is because He's video games are the only one that has actually... Not being complimentary to him. Yeah. He does not make it into movies. I'm sure he makes it into books, but he's not going to take them on. 
He just <laughs> wants to try to go after the games. And the fact that it makes a ton of money doesn't hurt either. Yeah, because they already had uh, no doubt. I don't, I don't remember what happened with the Nirvana one, but uh, with Kurt Cobain, but no doubt sued over how they were portrayed in Band Hero, and two courts said that that was not protected under free speech. So Yeah, look at this, because I remember the thing with uh, Kurt Cobain, actually. Uh, here we go, Kurt Cobain controversy. Oh, Courtney Love can go fuck off, sorry. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> didn't read anything that she said. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much, I think that made it to where they didn't, uh, they just made it to where other people can't play other people's songs. I don't know. Like, you can only have it during... Nirvana songs. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea... I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a difference. I mean, it looked really stupid watching Johnny Cass sing another song or whatever that wasn't Johnny Cass. I mean, to be honest. But I can also get the point of getting to make like a dream team of all these artists and then getting them to play music while you watch. I mean, just like, it's still playing notes. So, you know. Yeah, like... The thing with Noriega, I get what Giuliani's saying, but I almost feel like it's different in a way because can't celebrities, I mean, you've seen the bullshit of Lindsay Lohan trying to sue over what she claims to somebody that is like her being portrayed as negatively. I mean, is there truly any difference between that and this, technically, since they're both technically No, no, it's not about it's negatively. She just cares the fact that they used her likeness, whatever that likeness is, period, without her consent. That's not... She didn't care how she was portrayed. She cared that somebody looked like her. And she didn't get any of the money. Yeah. Dipshit, anyways. Okay. So, what's Noriega's about then? His negative? He de- yeah, he doesn't like the fact that he's portrayed as this whatever he is. Yeah, he was know. portrayed as a Central American dictator, and he didn't like the fact that he was accurately portrayed as a Central American dictator. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I that went after the people who did, uh, fuck, uh, Tropico. Or is that who they're going? No, they're not going after Tropico. Pretty sure he was in Tropico, though. This game kind of bored me. Anyways, uh, yeah, I almost see, seen that like it's it's an odd thing because the way he's using it is negative. The way Giuliani's using it as a sense is like, oh well, we can have Abraham Lincoln in this game. Like, uh, is that Time Splitters that had that ending? That had fucking like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like some weird ass ending like that. Like so. Like it's just so it's a weird precedence either way because if they go against that idea, technically, if you're thinking of it in an idea, that means we shouldn't be able to use anybody historical games. Maybe I'm not a lawyer. I don't even play one on TV. But well, I mean, if Noriega could have, I mean, theoretically, yeah. that could keep you from having any type of documentary that. Is not flattering to the person being. Yeah, exactly. That's what Giuliani's trying to say. That okay. Basically, unless you're just being 100 percent positive about the person, 
they can come in and sue, sue you. you know which that's why you can make documentaries and stuff like that because as long as you're not defaming them or whatever you know there's some kind of historical truth to it they really can't do anything yeah. just like so. that just like Time Splitters 2 was a documentary on the life of future past president freedom fighters George Washington and Abraham Lincoln so apparently uh, Rick what's his face Sakurai was not too happy about the fact that Amazon leaked some Wii U, uh, Smash Brothers Wii U game modes. Uh, they hadn't even announced the the one about challenges that are crafted by Master Hand and Crazy Hand. But uh, apparently there's going to be... Uh, you can create stages using the gamepad, which they did have a stage creator in Brawl. But there's a new board game mode. So I'm guessing you're going to do Mario Party, but with the Smash Brothers characters... Sweet. Can't wait to like play a game with Wario and one of those stacks is just like a giant fart. It's like true to life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it'd be fun just to, you know, you get tired of beating each other up. Hey, let's play this board game. Alright. You know, it gives it length. Sure. Hey, uh, they. <laughs> You know, I think more games need to, more of those Mario Party games need to come with, like, you know, like, a little historical nod. Like, give out those gloves that they gave with the original one. It's been so yep. long since I've played that game, I have no I idea. I understand why they did that. I played with some friends over in community college a few years ago, and I actually burned, a, burned like, a nice hole in my hand playing it, do it twisting the stick. Ouch. Yeah, quite a little blister. Damn. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. So, but, hey, uh, at least... Uh, at least I won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, hey, I think... Uh, I do wonder how much of an impact the whole 3DS uh, Smash Bros. made. I, I mean, mean, yeah, if it's already sold a million copies or whatever. Though I am, I, uh, I'm not mistaken, weren't the reviews for it not as good as people were expecting? What the 3ds? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure most people were not expecting it to be that good. Really? So the fact that actually, yeah, it's got decent reviews, about an 85 percent on Metacritic. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. A lot of the uh, problems came from just the hardware thing, like kind of like when I was saying when I was playing it, playing the demo. I'm like, this small screen is really kind of unwieldy for the uh, Smash Brothers game. I mean, but yeah, it, to me it would have made more sense to do Mario Kart than Smash Brothers on 3DS, but, you know. It wasn't Mario Nintendo Kart. makes weird choices sometimes. Wasn't Mario Kart 7 on 3DS, though? Yeah, but, mm-hmm. when I, I mean, they had a Mario Kart Wii, you know, That's so it's true. not... I just think it's funny that, like, the game that can work on everything, like Mario Kart... You don't have that on the 3DS, but you made sure to put Smash Brothers on the 3DS and make them basically compatible except for the level design. Yeah. 
And uh, just to prove that point, they have shown us Dr. Mario, Dark Pit, Ganondorf, and Rob uh, battling on the Wii version, just like they showed Wario, Falco, and Ness before. They just have to show us Mr. Game & Watch, Bowser Jr., Jigglypuff, and the Duck Hunt Dog. And then I think that'll be all the unlockable characters. Uh, I always hated Jigglypuff. That sting attack screwed me up so many times. And then you would do the stupid sting attack because everybody else's like well, yeah, see that's... up move is to like try to keep yourself from dying, and then Jigglypuff's is a stupid song, so you do it, and then you would die. <laughs> yeah, that's what always screwed me up. That Yoshi's uh, up B move on the Smash Brothers, oh, the egg. egg. That sucked. That didn't give you like any bounce, really. Like it was a pretty nice little. Final suicide attack, but really, <laughs> yeah. my God, some of those, some of those sucks. Like Pikachu's was awesome because you got two, you got two moves. If you did right. it right with that quick attack, you could actually move twice. Right. Yeah, but no, like Jigglypuff. Uh, I mean, come on, couldn't we get somebody else? I mean, I guess Jigglypuff's like kind of a legacy thing in there at this point. Yeah. I mean, what five Pokemon now? Yeah, soon we'll just make a Pokemon Smash Brothers watch. I mean, they technically are making fighting games. I think yeah. watch should be number one. He's already what, wait, health. what? Which? Machamp. Oh, much? Yeah. The guy with the four Since arms. He is the, the fighting. Like, yeah, he's already a fighting Pokemon with four arms. He's already got the title belt. Like he's already like he's golden. <laughs> like he is Brock Lesnar. Okay. Except he'll show up more times than Brock Lesnar. Probably. Like, Jesus, Brock. Like, I'm happy that you won the title and Super Cena doesn't have it and all, but sweet Jesus. You even took away Paul. You took away Paul Heyman. His client, Brock Lesnar, defeated the, ended the Undertaker's undefeated speak at WrestleMania 30. Sad. I know. I really want to get that Paul Heyman DVD. So apparently the Blu-ray version is like 10,000 times better, which I've kind of noticed about most of these wrestling sets is that they've kind of shit shitted the DVD version. Yeah, because they had the Blu-ray extras and stuff like that. The Blu-ray extras like half the amount of, like almost like fucking 50% more uh, wrestling. Yep. Like what the hell? I mean, I know it's to get you to buy the Blu-ray version. Price. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, pay that extra $5, you get more stuff. Yeah, a lot more stuff. If only I had a Blu-ray player. Uh, you can get a, you know, Blu-ray player pretty cheap if you don't care about it having built-in Wi-Fi. What? They're really cheap now. Let me look at this. God, that's not like I'm. Oh, much. I mean, not really cheap, but for the price of one game or something, you can get it like sixty bucks, fifty, fifty, sixty bucks. I know, I sound like I'm fucking like 80 right now. Oh, what do you mean, little boy? <laughs> Let me look at this. Let's see. Blu-ray disc player. You know, th- this is what fucking Microsoft gets for going with HD DVD. Well, at least they didn't do it for the Xbox One. So. Oh, yeah, that'd be funny. Yep, HD DVD support. Uh... I think that's pretty much it as far as the 
Unless you live in Ireland, in which they're really cool because they have video game stamps. Uh, they're going to have a stamp collection that features Mario, Sonic, Pac-Man, and Space Invaders. So, get to collecting those stamps, people that live in Ireland. Or if you don't awesome. live in Ireland, uh, demand somebody in Ireland send you something with those stamps. <laughs> right? Yeah. Totally. Can't wait to get my uh, Chase the Chuck Wagon stamps. <laughs> you always have to mention that at least once. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like a Virtual Boy one. Or uh, now we're just... Doctor Who stamp. Or right, I can do with that. Randall being old stamp. I really like that this week's episode of Doctor Who. But yeah, I haven't, who, I haven't watched Doctor Who in like six weeks. Yeah, please don't say can't. anything about this week's. I uh, oh, yeah, haven't recorded, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, yeah, I spent all last night instead of walk, catching up on see, Doctor we Who. we didn't talk about Doctor Who last week with Jeremy on, and I was like, ah, oh, we gotta make sure we talk about it. Well, y'all too haven't watched it, so can't say anything. Just a horrible person. Well, what have you thought about the ones before this week, then? I've seen all the three of them. No, wait. Well, I was talking to Daniel, I guess, without yeah. us spoiling too much. Uh, I think they've been good. I, the uh, They're obviously building up to something, despite what they said. No, what the, did they say that they're not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, they got to have some kind of central storyline. Yeah, but, I mean, so they're obviously building up to something, but, I mean, it's good. I've enjoyed it. I don't get all the Clara hate, though. Like, there's people that are just hating on the fact that Clara has a big role or something. There are people that'll hate on anything. Like, wouldn't you want the companion to have a big role? Like, You You would think so, but... People just... They'll watch a companion's first episode and decide if they like the companion or not, and nothing... After that, will change their minds. Uh, yeah, I still say she's done more as a companion than a lot of them have. Yeah, I think she's a good companion. I like uh, her. I never liked Donna. Rose was a bitch. <laughs> Mickey. Rose was a bitch. Was a bitch. I mean, hey, at least he got a hot, another hot companion instead. Still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. until he got the Donna, it was he'd had hot companions. Yeah, I mean, hey, some people dig them from Catherine Tate, I'm sure. Do what? I said, I'm sure some people dig the Catherine Tate. I'm sure. Well, she, she was pretty funny. Was yeah, she that. was. She wasn't supposed to be the hot piece of a uh, hot piece behind that the other ones were. Right, she, and that was the change. She was the one that. Wouldn't just go along yeah. with the doctor because he, she liked how he looked. She would call him on everything. Yeah, which was a nice change, right? But then we got Karen Gillian and couldn't stop watching after that. So let's <laughs> just, I'm just okay. saying. Uh, but yeah, uh, damn. This, 
I always think these aren't going to go that long, and then I turn around and it's almost been three hours. <laughs> so. I mean, granted, I did take up half, like a good like half an hour bitching about things. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? We didn't even talk about the thing that me and Daniel said we were going to talk about on here. Uh, I missed two things that I completely forgot. Amazon announced a bunch of freaking games finally for their game division. Oh boy. Uh, they're mostly stuff that works with their Amazon tablets or whatever. There's one game called The Unmaking. Uh, one that's called Till Morning's Light. Uh, another one is called what? The, where the hell did they come up with these? Creep Storm. Creep Storm. No oh. joke. It's called Creep Storm. So it's four chan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a tower defense style strategy game Nate. with an RPG like skill tree system. Uh huh. With Undead. Of course. Uh, let's see. The. Let's see. Uh, Till Morning's Light is an adventure game. Uh, it's behind. It's the development team behind DuckTales Remastered. So that's either going to suck or it's going to be good. Uh. The Unmaking is a castle defense game. I guess they have a thing with defense games at this point. Uh, the other one is called Tales from Deep Space. At least that one doesn't have a creepy name. And it's a comic adventure game uh, where you're a traveling sail- space salesman uh, named E, and he has a luggage bot named Cassie. And they have special abilities that they try to get through puzzles and stuff. That sounds fun. There you go. So Amazon has like four games in development. That's, hey, that's better than nothing. Better than the Ouya. Not the Ouya, but the PSTV that came out this week. Oh, I forgot that. Let's you play video games and PSP and PS1 classics on your TV. Has a remote play for your PS4. And it's getting play mixed PlayStation reviews. now. Yeah, it has mixed reviews. Um, they use the Vita UI, which apparently people can't stand. I don't know why you would use the UI for something that people do not like. It doesn't make sense to me, but you know. And then uh, some of the popular Vita games. Don't work on it. Yeah, I mean, it is is it's the launch, so yeah. it's supposed to try to make things work on Wi-Fi, and you know sometimes Wi-Fi doesn't work for everyone. Uh, it doesn't have any video apps on it right now, so like, if you don't want to play any games, it's kind of useless. Uh, I mean, apparently it works the best as a remote play thing. If you're trying to actually play stuff that's not remote play, it doesn't work that well. 
the best way that it works is uh through a wire through a cord wi-fi doesn't work too well so the whole point of it is to not have to have a cord right and that doesn't well, you know what? It's Sony, and sometimes their peripherals that they make just... Not that they would, you know, tell you that the PSTV exists or anything, you know. Because it's like they just brought it over here so they can get stuff sold. Because it didn't sell well in Japan either. So, I mean, I hope that you know, it works out for Sony or whatever. I mean, it, it could eventually become like a another Roku or something like that if they want it to be, if enough people buy it. But I just don't see enough people buying it that it justifies them putting all these apps on it. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, it's still cool to be able to play PS1 games. Now I can play Symphony of the Night anywhere I want. So technically, <laughs> I can already do that. Because it's on the PSP. True. Even though I don't own a PSP. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well. That's it for the. Uh, what's been going on this week. Let's get to those plugs. Daniel. Uh, <clears throat> Games Factor Fiction every Thursday. I have no idea who's taking part this week. Randall right. and someone else, but uh, tune in to find out. Zombie. <laughs> Shit. Should I keep talking? I don't even... Yeah, okay, now it came back on. Good, good, good. Anyways, yeah, Mark and I did a new Cannibal Corpse album. It was really short. Like, I shared a 20-minute flight, and he was halfway done with the album. So he just wanted to get it wanted to get it out there. It was a good album. Really good album. I enjoyed it. It's kind of hard to say different things about an album that's, well, that's what it does. It was a great album. I really enjoyed it. Loved it. One of my favorite of the year so far. But still, Cannibal Corpse album. You know what you're gonna get. Uh, two weeks. Well, not yeah. Next Thursday, so not this Thursday, but the one after that, we'll be doing the new Orange Goblin album. It's gonna be awesome. I love that band. They're awesome. Woo woo. Uh, there's also uh, from the Cheap Seats, which is every Wednesday nights at about nine ten o'clock. Jason Teasley, Jesse Starcher. They talk uh, sports. Mostly football, though, but sports. Yeah. And uh, finally, the Sentai Rider podcast, my favorite podcast, my baby podcast. I fucking love that podcast. Three episodes out this week once I get them edited. Uh, I know I said they're going to be out Dang. last week, but Three. they weren't. What's well, because I have one that I've been sitting on for about a week or so because it's a three hour episode, and Blog Talk will only let you upload a hundred megabytes minimal, uh, maximum. Yeah. And there's no. Yeah, there's no way I can get uh, three hours down to that small. So I'm cutting it in half. And uh, 
have those two. And then our third one is about the new Kamen Rider series, Kamen Rider Drive. It's myself, Hunter, you know, friend of the show, awesome guy, and Nick Cochran from Dan's Tokyo Rant. They're, they're an awesome podcast. Uh, they were talking to me, you know, new Kamen Rider Drive. So look out for all that this week. Uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sentai Rider Podcast. That is S E N T A R R I D E L Podcasts. And uh, speaking of Tokusatsu Podcasts, there's Dan Stokerant, my favorite podcast. Love them. They actually just, like, during this podcast, released another episode, which is an interview with Brad Hawkins, the guy who played Ryan Steele from VR Troopers, who's, like, the nicest guy ever. Like, their first interview with him is great. Oh, that, he's, like, the funniest guy. So apparently this one's going to be pretty good. So uh, check them out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash So there you go. That's all for me. I completely, like, did not even know that Mogart was chatting with us during this. Like, <laughs> Hi, Tom. He, uh, He's probably he said that at one point Daniel cranked the nerd dial up to 11, talking about something. Probably the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he talks about Kite with Samuel Jackson when we were talking about live-action anime stuff. Um, he says Destiny seems like a not-as-fun Borderlands 2. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, <laughs> he makes a joke about Oculus Rift that apparently you can do real-life Madden. Now you can play Madden and watch your dog shit on the floor. Time your touchdown so you pick up the dog shit before your mom turns off your Xbox One. Only with the Oculus Rift. Hey, it's my house. <laughs> Thank you, Mogard, for those, uh, even though I yeah. got to them really late. Good to see you. Oh, that's so fucking great. <laughs> Alright, guys, I'm not going Rift. Oh, no, mom, no. God damn it, mom, no. Damn it, dog shit. Oh. Oh, no, I tr- don't get sacked. Uh, uh, scramble, scramble. No, no, no stop. <laughs> so, hopefully you guys are, as uh, Daniel mentioned, you're all visiting 401 for the various zones that are there. You'll probably find something you like, whether it's wrestling or movies or TV or video games, hopefully. Where you're reading what... Zone. Yeah. I organized two columns in the video game zone. Uh, the Game's Top 5, which last week was... Uh, what was last week? Uh, top 5 point-and-click games. This week will be the Top 5 Games 2014 so far. I wanted to hit that before we got to the plethora of pretty much known games that we're going to get starting at the end of October. Uh, yeah, I just logging information for the new forum. So... Yeah. You still haven't filled that out? No. Uh, I gave oh. you the link. Well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure if it was like the other one where I had to like actually. Yeah, you wait. have to register. Okay. Just, there's a on the top right or top left corner. There's a register button. Yeah. And then you just put in your info, and it should automatically approve you. I think. Oh. So. uh yeah, there's the, uh, I'm the quiz master for the four-player co-op. Robert, you're going to get questions, so oh boy, make sure you answer can't them. Wait. I can't wait to get about those as they hit my inbox. <laughs> and I think Daniel's up at this point, so Daniel will be getting questions, too. Hooray! 
And, uh, yep, there's the, this podcast, we'll be back on our regular night, Sunday night, we'll be back next week, uh, probably, hopefully around the 11 p.m. Eastern time, if not, at least by 11.30, this time seems to be working for everybody. Uh, the rest of the Max podcast, we'll be previewing Hell in a Cell, Gary and Paul will both be there because it's in Dallas. Um, along with a bunch of our other friends that I sadly won't be because I'm the only one of the podcasts that doesn't live in Dallas anymore, so it's kind of sucks. Uh, but we are going to be doing possibly a like either preview podcast or post show podcast with uh, them getting to do video from the arena of uh, us talking about the show and whatnot. And then uh, we'll be reviewing that Raw and Whatever else has been going on in wrestling this week. And, of course, Football to Football will be having two episodes this week. On Tuesday, we're doing an all-soccer show based on what's happening in MLS and English Premier League. And then on Friday, we're doing an NBA season preview, getting to pick who's going to wind up being that NBA champion at the end. Hopefully not the Cavaliers, because I'm so tired of seeing LeBron win. Uh, <laughs> I vote the Charlotte Hornets. Probably not going to be the Charlotte Hornets, but you know. Okay. Uh, let's see. They, they, the I mean, they've been improving, so. Uh, <laughs> the Wizards? Maybe. Bradley Beal's out for a while. I don't know. You know. But yeah, um, check out all of our stuff. Uh, make sure you go to 401 to to read not just our stuff, but the rest of what's on 401. It's a great website. Uh, until next week, enjoy your games, have a good week, and be safe, everyone. Virtual Boy, Doctor Who, everybody, all that stuff. Beat it! Beat it! God, why didn't I press stop? Why didn't I press stop before? (laughs) Bye.